it's Whitney. I hope y'all are doing good today. Happy Wednesday. Happy fucking Wednesday. Thursday. Welcome back. Welcome we back. We are sipping on some rose today, you guys. Rose. You know, we like to have a little sippity. <laughs> Every time I say rose, I just think about Rick Ross. All day. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm trying the Josh brand of rosé which i really love like his red wines i was like let me try something a little different um i could say i'll give it like a a six out of ten Ooh, yeah it? it's not that best like i actually had high expectations for a josh brand but mm-hmm. this one is not that great but i'm gonna drink it though i feel you i feel you i never How's had i've never had josh wines before I've always seen them in the store and stuff, but I've never tried it. Yeah, I really like it. Um, for like a, you know, a not that like crazy price point kind of wine, it's usually pr- fairly good. So what kind of, uh, how's your wine? So I actually got a, um, I have rosé as well. I've had this rosé for a really long time. I just never opened it. But it's called mason number nine and this is uh like post malone's like rose so the bottle is really cool it was actually a suggestion i was at i think it was coliseum liquors i was i think i um, went there when i got something else on one of the other episodes but um he recommended this rose but the bottle is really cool and um, it's nice. I don't really drink rosé like that. So that's why I wanted to try it. I mean, it's pretty smooth. Like, I don't know what I'd rate it. Let me see. It's nice. I would give it like a, I mean, I don't know. I would say like a, like an eight. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. And I'm drinking it out of my uh, swim mug, wearing my swim hoodie. Shout out to them, representing. So, I think it's pretty good. I'm not mad at it. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, cheers to that, guys. It is hump day. We are living life. Um, I paired my rosé with the meal I cooked today. I finally had enough time to cook before the show. I just had some grilled chicken, some sweet potatoes, and broccoli. What did you pair your your wine with today, Whitney? What did you eat? <laughs> That's so funny to just call this a pairing because yeah. I mean, <laughs> it sounds fancier. Yeah, that's what I'm like, this is not no pairing. I'm like, why are you trying to sound fancy? The food I got today, y'all. What I'm eating. is one of my favorites like if you know me if you ever worked with me you know that this is like I order this all the time even if it's not on the menu I know we have some of the parts in the kitchen so I need you to make me this and it's the old-fashioned grilled cheese it's my favorite I I love grilled cheese it's just a classic and you can make it fancy. You could just, you could do a lot of things with it. So I love a good grilled cheese. I went to Tattooed Moose and we talked about them on the last show. I really wanted to go to this other restaurant, but they closed at five. 
Tattoo. I know. I got to make it there one day. But um, yeah, shout out to Tattoo Moose. Always good. But I got a grilled cheese, but I added a fried egg and fried green tomato. Mm-hmm. And cheddar cheese. Extra cheddar cheese on there. So. You went in, honey. That, mm-hmm. what, that's uh, that's that super weird uh, right. cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can do so, so much good stuff with it. And I was mad because I really wanted to add pimento cheese, but I didn't. Ooh. You was going in. The fried green tomato, that's a nice little spin. Well, it's not fried. <laughs> just a green tomato. It's just a green tomato? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, not it's not fried. So mm-hmm. you just got the egg that was fried? Yeah, fried egg. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. And then we got the fries, and it's like they're duck fat fries, and it comes with this oh. like aioli, garlic aioli, garlic aioli, and it's fucking amazing. And everything was super easy to order online. It said it was going to be ready at seven. I got there at like six forty-five. Let's say it was already ready. Silverware, hella, like a stack of napkins, ketchup, everything in the bag. Perfect. Awesome. Amazing. 10, 10, 10, 10. Hey, ding, 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 ding. We got a 10. I love it. <laughs> I was thinking we need like, we need some, some drops or we need something dash. Yeah, we need a ding, 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 ding. I need an air horn. Yeah, we need oh. something for Can we get an air special. horn like on Drink Champs? <laughs> I can. Oh, I'm getting one. I'm going to Party City. Boom. Let's do it. That sounds delicious. Way better than (laughs) my let me get my life together meal today. No, that sounds good. That's what I usually always eat. But it's instead of chicken, it's salmon or shrimp. Like I'm always eating that. Something I was like, I wanted to go get some food today, but it was just like, it was just too many things. It's like either go get the wine or go get food. And of course, what am I going to pick? It was definitely the wine. I would pick the wine too. Yeah. <laughs> like I only got one chance for one thing. But I mean, as you guys know, um, I'm in Texas and today is the first day of so-called freedom. Um, officially opened a hundred percent today and the mass mandate is released. Y'all store, huh? No mask. Yeah. It's not required anymore. So you can just go out and free no mask. You go out free without getting in trouble. Now the difference is, is that a lot of places are still having people like if it's, it's the stores, you know, chance to say, do you want me to wear the mask or not? So like the store can be like, well, you're still going to wear the mask and you still do that. But honestly, if you just still decide you don't want to, there's really nothing legally they could do or anything like that. They can't kick you out and stuff what? like that. So, uh, because it's technically not against law. Right. Um, so when I went to the Walmart today, I was like watching everybody to see like, is there somebody going to be here with a mask on? Because let's, <laughs> let's get real. Like it's Walmart, you know, but they ain't no mask police. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't even have greeters anymore. You know, that's not even a thing. But um, everybody had their mask on, but it's gonna be it's gonna be some quiet times for me because I feel like all the cats out of the bag right now. So it's I rather let everybody be foolish right now, see how it flows for them, then I'll feel comfortable to get out the house. That's interesting. I didn't think this was gonna happen this that fast, to be honest. People are excited. I was talking to this girl and she was like, I am so happy. And I'm like, amen to you. <laughs> um, 
You know, I don't, I can't say that I'm happy. Um, I definitely know that people are ready for the world to open up again. I think that unfortunately though, we live in a world that we need rules and restrictions. We're just not, we're just not mature. You know, there's so yeah. many people in this country that just aren't mature enough to do the right thing because technically we should be able to do these things on our own from our own common sense and our own great right. humanity, but we just don't. So I feel like people need rules and regulations. And now that we just decided to let it be free, I'm not excited about that because people don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it's like, and I, I do give fucks, you know, and my health is important so yeah no for real shout outs to texas girl i mean all we can do is continue to do what you've been doing continue to wear your mask wash your hands (sighs) don't put your hands in your mouth while your eyes all that shit but yeah yeah I i mean i agree people are just ready to get the fuck out they're just ready to Go back to normal, as we've been saying for the whole past year. So I get it. I'm not surprised that everybody's ready to get the fuck out. So, yeah, I'm not surprised either. And I think that one thing I've definitely learned during this pandemic is there is no such thing as normal if you're always going to continue to grow. Like, we're mm-hmm. going to continue to evolve and grow as a country. So what is normal? Like, do we want to be normal? Like, or do we just want to, like, continue to grow with the times, right? Like, we've learned that now we all could be very innovative with technology. Like, that will never be normal. That's not normal. <laughs> you know, being able to do everything online without having to look at someone in the face, that's not normal. So mm-hmm. what is normal? Like, what is that? You know? I know. I know. I guess it's our new normal. Our new yeah, I like normal. new normal, though. Yeah, I do too. I, like I do like the new normal. Like I'm cool with it. Super cool with it. I actually just saw this thing. We were talking about this before. Um, it says that hiring, like the like the job market has accelerated because of everything opening back up. So that's good. So people are like now coming back to going back to work because like we gotta make this money. I was even thinking about fucking picking up some shifts. <laughs> I'm like, people are going to come start coming out now. Now it's time to make money. Yeah. You know, and I honestly, like, I've been missing bartending so much. I really just, I feel like I want to just bartend right now. I don't know. I just miss, I just miss being behind the bar. I miss that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one thing I always enjoyed about being behind the bar is that I let all the fools do all that, what they going to do. And it was like. Like you, when you're a bartender, you already feel like you go out every day because it's just your job. Right. So I like that because it's like, I don't really want to go out. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't have the desire, but I would love to make money and already feel like I'm out. That's clutch. That's mm-hmm. one of the most favorite things I loved about bartending. Me too. I always, like, you're always in it. Like, you know, ne- I never felt like I was missing nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. That's a gift and a curse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like that's why, to be honest, I step took such a big step back from food and bev after becoming a mom because I know how it can go. Because I yeah. know how I am. Like once it's like, once it's turn up, like I don't, I have to work on my self control to to like. Nah, like we're not gonna take all these shots, and I just I don't know. There's it's just go or I'm not doing it at all. There's not an in between for me. Right. So, but I just already know how it is in that environment. 
So it's fun. And it's a lot of fun. And I love mm, socializing. I think, okay. So me and Whitney have both um, had the opportunities to work from home during the pandemic. And it's like, I love being at home because I, my drive commute to and from the office about an hour, you know, with the traffic, maybe hour and a half. I feel like I'm wasting three hours of my day just in the car over it, okay? And then I work in a small office where social hour is just so social. And I, when it comes to work, like, I'm a little bit of that, like, that person where I just really want to focus on work and make maybe we can chat after or something. Mm -hmm. I don't go to work looking for friends because I got friends. Like, Mm -hmm. Whitney's far away, but I'm going to call Whitney after work or (laughs) on my lunch. Like... (laughs) I don't go looking for friends, you know? And so, but what it is is that every time I have a job, so where they're looking for me and they want to talk or we're distracted. And then now like, it just becomes a thing that I'm having to come home and finish work or finish work after because y'all want to socialize. And so I'm not looking forward to going back to the office because I work in a very small office space where socialization is needed. And I feel like they've been by themselves for so long. They're just going to want to be friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking forward to that. I do want to get out the house. Don't get me wrong, but I, I still kind of want to be in my own bubble, which probably defeats the purpose. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to, but I want to. I don't want to, but I, want I don't want to be bothered. I really don't. I'm not in a be bothered mode right now. I feel you. Um, well, do you, and I think do because you. like when I bartend is different like you it's like a social job right now I'm like I have like a very mind fuck kind of job so mm-hmm. it's already takes all my mental greatness so then mm-hmm. to have to deal with whatever you're talking about is just not sounding fun to me yeah. <laughs> no I remember <laughs> I worked at a place like that but it was a restaurant and the girls will always be just complaining about their boyfriend or like just bullshit. I'm like, man, I don't want to hear this. So we always had the paper. So I would just take the paper and I'd go in like another area of the restaurant and just read the paper. Yeah. Like, I can't just listen to these. Yeah. I can't listen to these bitches complain all day. I can't. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I don't I have know. anything to say to them. So <laughs> like, just like you said, I'm not here to like make friends. I'm just here to make my money. Yeah, and go home though. Like for real. Like I want to go home after. Like I don't want to do happy hour with y'all. Like I want to do happy hour with myself. (laughs) Um, you know. So that. So let me ask you this: Like in a workplace before COVID, like do you let your people that you work with like add you on Facebook or get to know you personally? Do you give them your phone numbers? You let them be on your Instagram? Like how close? Mm-mm. Do you actually get with people from work? None. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like we can't be friends on Facebook until pretty much like I quit or something. Mm-hmm. Or you quit. That's so funny. I was literally just thinking this the other day. COVID is the only reason why I'm friends with most of my coworkers on Facebook. Like I, I only, I added all of them after work, like after we started working from home. Mm. And like never had a desire to add them before, but in this environment, you kind of feel like you gonna you have to know them on a different level 
because it's really hard to have that communication virtually and I'm I'm already socially awkward in a virtual space or like a texting online mm-hmm. so I really had to to really like so they could see more of me when I still need <laughs> still don't even post that much on Facebook but still see something and then the same like you know vice versa so it definitely was needed um after covid but before no but the same like i would become friends with them after i didn't work there anymore then i'd add them on so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um i don't let people on my facebook now i have had some of my staff because you guys know i'm in staffing so like some of my staff have found me and i kind of just let them fall through the cracks Mm -hmm. a little bit um because i feel like number one they don't talk to anybody like that but also some of them could they were a little bit more beneficial to my business i'm like okay this person is always talking about this like i i have a remedy for this or something in that nature so i'm trying to be a little bit more open facebook i'm very still very quiet about a lot of things instagram's a little bit more open so um yeah i'm trying to you know work through that Girl, today I felt like a fucking old lady. So I did this poll on my store's Instagram like Mm -hmm. last week. And I literally did not even know how to see the results. (laughs) I couldn't even figure it out. Like I didn't even know how to do it. It wasn't until today that I saw how to see who voted. Like I had no idea. No idea what to do, girl. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't oh know. God. I didn't know granny, what to do. Granny, granny. I wasn't. I'm like, where is it gonna show? Where like, I didn't even know. I'm like, am I gonna get a notification? I'm like, what the fuck? How am I gonna see? That's epic. I had no idea. And then someone like actually, like, sent me a message with with one of the answers. So I thought, okay, so I'm supposed to be getting messages. So I'm like, okay, so only one person answered. I'm like, thinking that the whole time. No. I'm like, oh, shit. No, all these- bitch. That's hilarious. I love that. The, I'm happy know, I figured it out. Welcome. And I was like, damn it. It expired after 24 hours. Like, I was like, fuck, yeah. I'm never going to know. And it's actually still there. So, whew, shout out to Instagram Insights because it's a struggle. <laughs> it is a struggle. I remember I actually did one of your polls on um, and I was I was happy about it because I like when people are asking what type of style you like because you know sometimes my style can really vary like I could like a sexy but then I could also really like a cozy I can also like a very trendy like it really varies mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways and I think it's just like colors makeup patterns long sleeve shorts like all that matters for me when I'm looking at an outfit so I did do your polls and I like that you were you know engaging with us to kind of figure out what we like because you know that's important yeah for sure but now that i'm strolling on forever you know you go to these big box concepts and there's Mm -hmm. so many options it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. like sometimes when i'm trying to shop like on a fashion over or something it literally will probably take me two to three days to complete my purchase yeah so overwhelmed with mm-hmm. so many things i want everything mm-hmm. i i want everything and i don't want everything because i've actually bought stuff from there and realized it wasn't best for my body mm-hmm. so then you're like okay but wait i like it but wait no it's just it's too much so i like i like the personalization of um <clears throat> boutique 
because you really get to kind of get a little bit more of like a style that works for you. So shout outs to you. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. E. And that's been like the um, common like um, feedback is that it's really easy to shop on my site. And that's what I like it. I only want it to be boutique vibes. I don't want it to be like fucking a million pages of like a million things and a million colors like there's a store for that called fashion nova i'm not trying to be that kind of store so but it's cool like i shop there too like at certain point so they have good shit for when you need it um love their jeans so um yeah but um Um, that's how i am too coming up in may so if you're thinking about getting some dresses for me i'll definitely preview them if you need say that one more time <laughs> what'd you say i have a wedding coming up in may i still need a dress for it so if you oh. preview anything i'll let you grow okay yeah i'm actually um working on like the spring collection right now but i'm really like leaning towards plus size like i really yeah. am like i feel like they really need some cute ass clothes, but I want to think of like something other than fucking plus size. I feel like plus size is such a downer, like, you know, or is it not? Or am I overthinking it? No, I, I feel you on that because I'm actually working on something right now. It's just, it's regarding, um, body positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, cause what I find is that people from all different shapes and sizes, it's all about the bo- body positivity. So if you can find some type of spin on that to sound better, like it doesn't gotta be plus, it's just that extra love, like a little extra love. What about- like you guys, I'm not plus size, but it's still a struggle to buy clothes because mm-hmm. I have a very unproportionate body. It just <laughs> is what it is. You know, it's not like, it doesn't work as easy for some. So I think it's just body confidential, like confidence. Like what does that mean in every shape, size, a little mm. extra, a little skinny? Cause some people are so skinny. They can't fit anything. Some are so big. They can't fit anything. Like right. how do you, how do you master those two? I've actually been trying to look out for plus size uh, active wear and I'd be getting so annoyed that it doesn't like, it is not meeting my standards. Right. Like it's all right. But it's like, if I'm work, if I'm working out with you, I don't need you to get no camel toe. Mm. You know, I need you to be able to live free in this. So, <laughs> so you said something body confidence or what did you say? Body confidentiality, like confidence. Oh no. Body confidential. I don't know why that stuck out to me. That's, I like that. that body good, confidential. Right? What do you guys think? Email us. Body yaddy 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 yaddy. And then that's the next Maybe. thing I think about. Body, or what about 22 body? Ooh, Ooh. 22 body. Yeah. Body, like 22. body. 22 body. 22 body. Body yaddy yaddy. Yeah, I like Ooh, that. You guys hear, heard it here first. 22 hey, body. Hey, exclusive sneak peek, sneak peek. Um, as you guys know, we are entrepreneurs, moms, nine to five grinding. We do it all. Okay? Podcasters. We do, Let's we get do it. everything. So shop 2230 on Instagram, 2230.online. I think. Ooh, yeah, your discount code is still up. So you can get 20% off your purchase and there's other sales going on too. So check it out. Ooh. Yes. So 
I wanted to go back to when you were talking about um, shopping on Fashion Nova. So this is what I do. When I shop at Fashion Nova, it's usually like when it's, what's the time of the year? November, Black Friday. That's when I usually like do like the biggest like purchase at Fashion Nova. Uh-huh. And what I usually do is I go on there and I put everything in the cart that I want. Like, so I just have like in my head, like if I had just no, no limit, no spending limit, no budget, what, what all would you get? So I just shop like, you know, just in my head. I'm like, I get this. Like I put everything. Cause I just want to see how much, how much it come, how much it come to. So then after I put everything in the buggy, in the cart, I just go down and I just edit. Like, what is like a necessity? What I actually really need right now? Like, and just think about like what's upcoming. Like, think about how long I'm gonna have it. Like the trend. Like everything. I just edit it down and just keep editing it down till it gets to a reasonable price that I'm okay with, and then I buy. That's what I usually do. That's a really <laughs> good tip. That's a really good tip. Mm-hmm. Um. I usually, I definitely always edit my cards, but I usually don't like get everything I want in there because yeah. y'all. I got to see all the options because I don't want to think like, keep thinking back about, oh, but what about that, that one dress that I did see? I just, I just go ahead and add everything to the cart because I'm going to forget. Like so, that. you know, you can just come gonna, back I'm gonna to it. I'm going to use that tip um, next time. I'm going to have a big one. Just add everything and just kind of go down. And know sometimes that like, you deserve to splurge a little bit more sometimes on your budget because it might it might be that one thing that you're truly desiring right i think i've definitely learned that in my shopping career y'all because i'm a phd in shopping okay and i've learned that like sometimes i will dream about something like i'll never forget there was this one purse i wanted so bad (laughs) and i dreamed about that fucking purse you guys for weeks and so finally i went back to get the purse why the purse was gone i was so heartbroken never got the purse (laughs) I hate you. And it's just not cool. So okay. <laughs> give but, yourself the option. Um, but there's been some times though that at the end of it, I only end up with one thing because that one thing is like, this is it. I only need this. I don't need none of this other shit, and that's it. Or it's like I don't really need anything. So that's what right. I just did. Um, it was like T-Mobile Tuesday, and they had like the Puma discount last week. So that's what I did. I went on Puma site and just put everything. They have some fly shit on there. They have some like BMW branded stuff, like really cool stuff um, on their site. And I was being, I was very, really proud of myself for how I, how I edited that cart. Because there's some pieces that I'm like, damn, I really can't believe I put that back. But you probably shouldn't spend $20 on a hat, Whitney. It's not, like, you don't need to do that. But I got two I pairs love of sneakers. Puma, by yeah. the way. I just got some new Puma red slides. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Like, yeah. I love Puma. For some reason, Puma just fits my style. Like, I like Nike and Puma. Those are, like, my go-tos. But it's just something about it. These slides, yeah. though... I got, um, in high school, I used to wear Pumas all the time. We had our Puma store downtown Charleston. And they were like a perfect price point. It wasn't too high, but, you know, not too high. Like, they had the cute bags. Fuck no. Dash is trying to give me a shot of Hennessy. I'm not taking that shit. Oh, hell no. Um, People keep it around. 
Uh, but yeah, I fucking you got love. that apple juice. <laughs> no, ain't no apple juice. So I'm really not drinking that shit. Mm-mm. But I got like a wild card. I really wanted the like classic suede with the black and the white, just because I'm just like a classic, simple color kind of girl. But the fucking discount wasn't on those. I was really pissed off. Of course. I'm like, why the fuck not? Like, they're the same price as like every other shoe that's on here, you know? So yeah. <clears throat> there's another pair that was just like them, but they were all, it was like monochrome. So it was all red, navy blue, or this like kind of like purplish pink color. And I was like, damn, I really, I like red shoes, but I'm like, I really don't want a pair of red sneakers. And the navy blue was nice, but I'm like, I already have a pair of like blue sneakers. So I got the purple ones because I, I, they're pretty and I just, just a wild card. And I actually got them today and I tried them on. It looks so cute. I'm like, I can't wait for hey. summertime. Yeah. We can't wait to see some photos. Mm-hmm. Come to, come to. And I got some um, shoes for working out. Some like running shoes. So. Nice. I love that. I am um, looking forward to just some tinny shoes. Uh, I just got some new workout gear uh, for my store. And so I'm, I'm excited, excited to come through dripping with some crop tops and sports bra all 2021, though. Came through dripping, drip, drip. <laughs> like, talk about sports bras all 2021 summer. That's okay. Like, Let's That's talk happening. about it. I, <laughs> the other day, my trainer was like, You have a really warm style like i'm always layered up for real i'm always later layered up um but i don't understand how you can work out in a crop top what do you and mean? have i feel like that's just so exposed while you're working out i need everything to be covered no i think i think it just depends on the type of workouts that you're doing honestly though because mm. most of the time like i will cover up more based on the workout I'm doing. Like, say, for instance, I'm doing, like, an intense cardio day. I'm going to be more covered up because I probably got on, like, sweatbands and all types of shit under my outfit. But if I'm just doing, like, an arm day, I want less because I am pumping arms. I am, like, Mm. feeling it. It's also a feeling. It's When you're in those clothes, you feel different. Mm. Overly clothed, it's like, okay, but it's something about wearing a sports bra in your leggings that gives you extra stamina in that damn gym. Really? I, don't know I gotta it try it. Check I've it never had like a workout, like full outfit. Like I, I, when I go workout, I probably look like a homeless person. <laughs> and that's, that's actually normal, especially like when you don't work out a lot and you're really like just focused on your goal. But I'm telling you, girl, um... I got some new stuff coming out. You might want to get you a set. You might be feeling so good. It might be dangerous. You might no, I'm going to get a set. It'll be feeling so good. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So, um, Yeah, I did tell myself I was going to um, treat myself and get some workout stuff. Because I've been, like, consistently working out for a minute. So, I'm like, it's time. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to go back. So, buy some cute shit because it's summer. Well, summer is coming, so... Yeah, spring is here. I'm so excited, you guys. The world is opening up. We would love to know what your thoughts are about the world opening up and what your plans are, like, when the world, like, what's the first couple of things you want to do when we feel, like, safer to be outside? 
Ooh, what are you, what about you? What are, what's something like hypothetically or just, you know, whatever, like when the world opens back up and it's like safe to travel or, you know, whatever, what would you do? Where would you go? I think the first place I want to go is Mexico. I just mm. been really wanted to been go go to Cabo for so long. Like I've been to Mexico before, but I haven't been to Cabo. And I just want to drink tequila. I want to just salsa dance. Like I just want to go somewhere quick and easy. Tequila. The, like I'm ready to go. I really want to go to Costa Rica. That was something I wanted to do for my dirty thirty. Mm. Um, but every place I want to go to Costa Rica is very magical, and it takes. It's like I'm learning the commutes are very long, and they have different regulations than what we have here. So I feel like I'll keep it a little bit more simple because it's a little easier to travel to Mexico versus Costa Rica. But that is definitely next. Okay, yeah. Costa Rica, I'm coming for you. I want to stay right in the jungle. <laughs> I found these bomb ass like bungalows. The shit is so lit, mm. like in the fucking jungle. It's gonna be magical, um, but yeah, I want to definitely go to Mexico. I don't know. I just want to be on the beach, half naked, and drinking tequila. I don't know yeah. about y'all, but um, nothing local. I guess I necessarily want to do. Um, I don't know. My vibe has kind of changed locally. Like, if anything, probably just go to like a museum. But I'm really into trails, and I could do that now. Um, but I definitely want to trail it out all summer. I love doing trails. I'm obsessed. Um, I, I guess do, just eat more. Eat yeah. more. I need to do some trails, but I want to do like zoo, aquarium. I've never done any of that with Jonah yet. Oh my gosh. None of yes, that. So yes, he's yes. going to be so fucking excited. So yeah, I'm excited to do all that stuff this summer. Or, you know. But I feel yeah, like zoo's cool know, because honestly, it's like it's outside. Not too bad if you so go during the week or something. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, we used to go during the week, during the day, like just get the kids out early from school and go have the best time. I've been to the zoo cram like a million times, but I still love it. We have a Perot museum here um, that I've only done events at, but never like got to just fully enjoy. So I would love to take Jahan there because I got dinosaurs. It's like a lot of floors. It's really nice. So. Mm. I love that. Yes. Love and the event movie. world is coming back, y'all. Pew, 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 pew. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I, bling, bling. I, Every time I come around, you say, bling, bling. <laughs> that was a jam. Everybody's about to be so excited making that money again. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited just to feel a little bit more free. Um, I think... Being in this state has been a lot of different emotional things for me because I'm very interactive. And then so the job I have now is not like the normal jobs that I do. It's a it's a kind of more behind the scenes job. And I'm really used to being in the forefront of doing more events. So to have that, that I've already I was like kind of in the mix of transitioning from that before COVID. COVID happened. I didn't feel comfortable transitioning into something new with all this stuff going on. And a man, I didn't. But now I'm to that point where it's like, okay, we learned how life is so unpredictable. I'm kind of ready to like, hey, you know, if the world's going to open up when I feel safe, like go back and get into the event world, which I love so very much. Like that is like who I am. Catering events all day long. That's what I love to do. So um, I'm trying to work on, should I do that again? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> should I do that? 
it'll all come to you it'll all come to you it will it will you guys do you like events do you what's like the coolest event that you went to or you enjoyed working or you gone to like what's one for you with a cool event Ooh, this one was funny this wasn't this was funny so I was working at this the Irish bar, right? And I was just working a regular like serving shift and it was like a random night like a Monday or something, right? Just super, you know, Mondays are always like super dead whatever. <clears throat> so they tell me that or they for they tell me they forgot that they had they had booked an event for upstairs. And it was like a fantasy football like a fantasy football party type of thing, right? Um, and the owner's wife was going to come work it because she felt so bad that she forgot. She didn't want to put it on anyone, like, last minute, right? So I still help her, like, prepare, get it all set up and everything, right? And it's not a lot of it's not a lot of guys. And they all are, like, business owners of, like, local businesses. I'll just say that. <clears throat> so... They have it all set up up there. There's like a pool table and everything. So it's cool. So they had actually set up for strippers to come. So they had these two strippers come there. And at the bottom of the, so this restaurant is two floors. So the bottom is still family restaurant, right? And it's just upstairs. Anyone can walk up there. It's not like a, you know what I'm saying? But they started out like just wearing regular clothes or whatever just you know hanging out with the guys and there's maybe like seven of them or whatever so tv's on and the owner's wife she's like already getting like you know uncomfortable so i'm like it's fine i'll work up here like these two little girls like they're just there's not i can tell there's not going to be a bunch of anything going on up here like they have all their clothes on it's going to be cool so I stay up there. So next thing you know, like, bam, titties are out, like, everything, like, it's going down. And it's so funny because all the dudes were super, they were, like, nervous. And it was hard for them to really, like, relax because the owner's wife kept coming up there because she was, like, buzzkill. And I'm like, you can't be up here. Like, you have to let them, like, do their thing. Like, they're cool because they know I don't give a fuck. They hit on me all the time, so I know they don't give a fuck about their wives. You need to go because you're a part of the wives club, so bye. Like, I got this. So she finally left, like, for good and stuff coming up there. But um, that was one of the most interesting, like, turn of events that I've ever, like, <laughs> had working, just working a regular Monday night. I was like, bam, strippers, ass, titties. Um yeah, everything. And I feel like at the end, something went down. Like someone's wife came, wife came or something. Like something happened at the end. It was a shenanigan to end it, but I just, it got, it's kind of foggy. But yeah, that was fun. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I don't think I got good where we just popped out with strippers. Usually, if a stripper was there, we knew it was about to go down. No, it was the, <laughs> the food and Bev. I swear, food and Bev in Charleston is like 
a whole nother level. Any restaurant that I've worked at here, there's always been like some kind of like shenanigan or something fucking crazy. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. What is it? <laughs> oh my god, I think that's what it is. That's what it is. It's the Coke. It's the Coke. I remember that jam. I feel like that was in Tampa days. That was like jam house, that jam. Was no, was that Tampa? Yeah, I feel. No. That shit was hard. When, when, when that did was that come out, Dash. Look at that up. was when that was after. I can look it up. That was after because that rem- oof that reminds me of somebody. Really? I don't Ooh, know. I feel like I was that was back, after because you know? I feel like I was in Charleston. Uh, mm. I, I remember that, so I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that one. Yeah, I got a good story oh. about that. Oof, but that. Ooh. Was- <laughs> Yeah, 2015. That was after Tampa. Yeah, I know that was. Oh shit! 2015. Really? Okay. That was a crazy time for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you know I was here in Dallas then. That's when I we first was, moved like, back. Figured out my whole life. Um, when I came here, y'all, like I was turn up queen because coming from Tampa, we, we still had, had that. Been doing this, we still had the. <laughs> what's uh, we still had the tamales in our blood. <laughs> When we came back. I was still spicy. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think I, sh- it was so funny because, like, I didn't really, like, my sister lived here, but, you know, like, we and her are nine years apart. And I've legit been in South Florida living my ultimate life for five years. And I come here, and Dallas is, like, fast-paced, but a different, like, it's very, like, clicky here and in florida everybody love everybody like mm-hmm. i have always had the best time in florida i don't even know i never thought about like even money i spent out in florida because <laughs> i just everyone was just a a a a a like it was always something and swiper no swiping I, yeah and i came here and i remember like i used to go all by my damn self like i would get to know all the djs and i would just start pulling up by myself clubs everything and I'd be in that bay by myself, real South Florida like. But I was real, you know, I was snatched or whatever. So I was in there. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I love going out by myself. Um, that was definitely five years ago because it ain't looking like that. <laughs> I know. I used to love going out by myself. It's like a game changer because you don't have to worry about anyone else. Like, I feel like I would just go out of town, like. I went I went all the way to Philly just to go to the Roots picnic, just to go to a concert by myself. And I had the best time. You meet people. It brings me out of my shell because I'm super, like, quiet. But it forces me to, like, talk to people. And I had a blast. Yeah, I remember when you went there. I feel like, I don't remember what I was doing, but I definitely remember you going there. You're like, it's so much fun. You should come. Um but at the beginning of 2020, we did, like, a, a business conference in Phoenix, Arizona. It was my first time going there. It was, like, you know, a couple days during the week. And then they had bought our flights and stuff. And I was like, well, I want to stay. So I legit, 
asked the girl that booked the tickets and like extended my flight, stayed there the whole weekend by myself, had a blast. I, I stayed that. in three different areas because I can't sit down. I want to literally explore the city. And it was so much fun. Like you're by yourself. Yes. But it's also the best time with yourself. Yeah. And I think that's something that I enjoy a lot about myself. And it could be a struggle for new friends that you meet because they can't understand how you're so comfortable and like with just you. I have another great story about traveling by myself. So this was my first time going to California with my little sister. She was like 16 or 17 at the time. She was doing an um, internship at Stratford. Now, is it Stratford? Stanford. I'm St- <laughs> Stratford is our high school. <laughs> my bad. It's Stanford. So she had like this for law school, Stanford School of Law. So my mom's never been on a plane. She's not fucking going. And she can't go by herself, right? And damn, Dash. Are my, I just don't want my lips to be chaps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I go. I'm like, I'm going to go with you, of course. I'm like, this is my chance to go to California. I'll be your chaperone there. And then you drop you off and then I'll have my time to spend a few days there by myself. So boom, that's what I did. So it was cool. We were in San Francisco, beautiful, yada, yada, yada. The um, Stanford um, campus is beautiful, like super cool. So one of my good friends, KG, he worked for a hotel at the time, right? So he always got like everyone discounts, like the family and friends discounts, right? So I got the hotel to stay with my little sister and like I got like a nice suite. We got like room service. Like I I really like balled out and like really wanted to show her a good time Um, because I was proud of her for even getting into this fucking program. So um, just wanted to make sure I, you know, took care of her. So we did all that. So then after she was done, I stayed in like near, um, fuck, I think it was called Fisherman's Wharf. That's where it's called, like kind of near there in San Francisco by like the Golden Gate Bridge and shit like that. So I booked another um, hotel that Keith booked and he was like, I got a really nice one. It was like super nice, like super swanky, like super nice couch in there, like a really nice fucking room. So it was sweet. Like I was just going out, whatever, going out to all the bars, whatever. And weed's legal there, like dispensaries. Like it was a lot of fun. Like you could, I literally, this was so cool. So I don't remember who told me how to do it, but I found this company. You have to get screened. So there's like a doctor that comes on the screen and you like tell them about stress and anxiety. Um, and they prescribe, they pretty much okay you to get, to get a, a card. And like mm-hmm. within like 45 minutes, you have a license to get weed. And all you have to do is go on the site, order it. And they literally come and they came and delivered it to my hotel room. It was fucking amazing. Um, so I got all this stuff and I like really wasn't, didn't eat a lot of edibles at that time so I ate like half of a cookie and I fucking passed out <laughs> I just remember waking up the next day like 
what the fuck happened? So that's how that the second half of the trip started. So I had a lot of fun. So I going out, yada, yada, yada. I come back and I think it was like the second day of me being by myself and the the phone in the room rings. I'm like, that's weird. So the someone asking me to come to the front desk. So I go to the front desk and the lady's like asking me all these questions um, about who the the room is like who the the name of the room is under and I am I'm like you know telling their hers my name and yada, yada yada and I remember like distinctively when I came to check in you know usually when you have family and friends there's like paperwork that you have to give to the person and the guy like didn't want didn't want to take it like kept trying to give it to him he was like no it's fine you're good like whatever and I'm like okay so pretty much the lady was like you're in I'm gonna say John Stewart's room um he's a part of our uh diamond club and we've contacted him and he doesn't know you at all and you're booked under his name for this hotel room and I'm like yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like this, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I don't know who this person is that you're talking about um, or whatever. And the lady was like, um, yeah, she noticed it the night before. She was going to call the cops, but she was investigating it. So pretty much, long story short, my friend (laughs) was pretty much trying to like scam the company that he was working for by using other people's names to book rooms and didn't fucking tell me. So I am literally under this like high rollers account. That's why the room was so fucking nice. And that's why the guy was like so nice to me and it really didn't care to get my credentials. Cause he was like, Oh shit, she's in this room. Like girl, go ahead. He was like, everything's free. There's wine, like everything. Like he was like laying the shit all out for me. So yeah, I actually ended up having to pay for that one night and it was fucking like $500. It was expensive as fuck. Like it was crazy expensive, but I was just so thankful that she did not call the cops um, because I'm, you know, all the way on the other side of the fucking world. <laughs> like, um, so pretty much I had to leave immediately. Um, and this was in the beginning of the day. My flight wasn't until like, my flight was like the latest flight because I wanted to spend the whole day there. So I have my fucking luggage and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in San Francisco all day? I just spent $500 on this fucking room. What the fuck? What, what am I going to do? So I just found the nearest bar. I think it was called like the Gold Rush. And I sat down and I told the fucking bartender everything that happened. And I got fucked up and me and him became cool. And he let me leave my luggage in the office locked in there all day. Um, or No. Yeah, did he? Or he told me about another place where you can actually rent a locker, but I think he still let me leave my shit there for free and, like, told the other bartenders that are coming in after him to, like, watch my stuff. And, like, he was legit. They did watch my shit. Um, so that was cool. So I just ended up getting drunk and just hanging out in San Francisco the whole day. Um, yeah. Cray-cray. Yeah. I had to make some lemonade real quick out of them lemons. I was like, either you're going to be pissed off or just like, just keep it fucking going. I think I talked, I did talk to him. Like, you know, we had a conversation, like I told him how I felt like, you know, I got it out. And, um, 
I was just thankful I was in a place that le- that weed was legal and I still had all the shit that I'd bought. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Like, let's, let's have a go. good time. So yeah, that's so crazy. Amen that you did not get arrested. Uh, uh, let's take a sip for Whitney woo! that she did not get arrested. You guys. To all my whew, to all my near near death experiences. Mm-hmm. But that was still it was still an experience, but good. But it ain't nothing like a good shenanigan here and there, you know. Yeah. That was a shenanigan, girl. That was a shenanigan. For sure. I don't think I got. I don't think I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, savage. Ooh, I got a story. This is not a story about me. This is a, a savage story that I saw. I gotta tell you about this is in Texas this is in your neck of the woods girl so you know right now everybody getting them PPP loans the PPP PPP I'm sorry guys I know where she's going with this where the money reside all right so this Texas mother this thing says she got a lot of explaining to do you got a lot Ooh, to the feds Ooh, shit so she's a 37 year old Houston woman is being accused of buying dozens of luxury items using CARES Act money. This week, the Justice, the Justice Department indicted 37-year-old LaDonna Wiggins, ooh, shit, sorry, LaDonna, <laughs> with bank fraud, making a false statement to a bank and money laundering, according to reports. They don't play, with that money, they don't play about that shit. So, let me tell y'all. <sighs> this is the part that had me. So, the Justice Department lists some of the purchases as nearly $725,000 for homes in Katy and Cyprus, $78,000 for a 2020 Land Rover, and $63,000 purchased at Chanel. $63,000. That's where they got her. That's where, that's, that's where, and that's what I, when I was reading, like, that's where they got her. So, all right. Other purchases listed by officials include $46,000 at Neiman Marcus and $14,000 at Apple. If convicted, Wiggins faces up to 30 years in federal prison and a possible $1 million, max, $1 million maximum fine. So there's also a video of like a lady or a reporter coming to the house. And this house is beautiful. The Land Rover is in the driveway. Um, and she's like listing off all this stuff. And she's like, are you such and such and she's like no are you a, are you a a relative and she's like that's that's none of your business or not important to you and then like they show her leaving like five minutes later i'm like mm-hmm. Bitch, why did you um, open the correct. door i would have never opened the door like you're crazy yeah, why are you the opening door. the door girl no you better that's wash right. them through your people and i wouldn't leave again until it got dark like nah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not leave the house at all. But you know what, you guys? If y'all did some fraudulent shit with y'all PPE, PPC, <laughs> Kiki, y'all, y'all gonna go down. Don't go buy, don't go giving it to the Chanel store either. That would be so annoying. Like, fuck Chanel. Fuck Chanel. That's how about you go put that shit somewhere else? That's where it got, that's exactly how she got caught. Because you can buy a house and buy cars in your business in your business names. You can do it a legal way. So that's not even a bad thing. But the Chanel, like you could have invested that money and then you could have bought it like another time. You could have still got the Chanel and all that. Like Chanel always gonna be there. 
but Chanel why would you spend that there. much 48 girl like people are so dumb you like, really you could have bought a car a couple cars for people probably in your family that needed it and but you want to go floss and chanel i i love everybody in america that loves their designers like do you but please know when you guys have political issues with other things and y'all always want to make it a, a race, a profile, and a whatever type of thing. When you turn it back and decide you want to go buy the Louis Gucci, the Chanel's, remember who that goes back to, you people. If we're going to be smart, let's educate ourselves and know that, hey, you know what? If I'm going to give Chanel $48,000, <laughs> I can't give my kids college fund forty eight thousand dollars my cousins for you know like my cousins that struggling somebody grandma needed somebody over here probably asking on the bus why you gotta you gotta be dripped in chanel while other people are going down and if you invest your money in the right places it comes to you so much harder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. me and whitney are god made millionaires okay and it ain't from chanel Chanel didn't get none. I'm sorry. Chanel ain't getting none, y'all. I really don't want that shit. I mean, it's cool. Like, I love fashion, but I really, like, don't care about Chanel bags, though. I, I don't really care don't. about Chanel. Honestly, I would rather buy a boat. <laughs> but they're like, you. Sh- I heard you should not even buy a boat. You should just rent them. They're so yeah, expensive. but boats honestly have a lot of different things. I'm not saying I gotta buy the boat for me just to use it. I can rent my boat out. Yeah. I can make a business out of it. Investing. Yeah. I can even get a fucking paddle boat and let fishers use it <laughs> and rent it out. People want to rent. I'm gonna buy a boat because I want to use it when I want to use it. But then I also can rent it out for everybody that wants to look cute. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna just buy a boat for it to sit there. That yeah, ain't gonna, that's, that's what I'm saying. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna buy a boat that everybody can use. So yeah. if my cousins want to use it, they gonna get that discounted price. But I'm gonna still be able to keep the cleanup, and I'm, it's a return of investment. Facts. You know. What I mean? And boats. I mean, it's really the storage. Storage. Storage is what you pay for with boats mm-hmm. the yep. most, and you know the maintenance. But if you got a house, you got an apartment that you know they allow you to store your boat. Just do that shit. It don't make sense to pay a company to store your boat. Which you have off season, so you're still paying thousands of dollars on top of. A boat is very expensive. Maintenance for a boat is very expensive. But when you have a, your own home, you can bring your boat, tow your boat. It just makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you can spend money on a hatch, get yourself a truck. I mean, we live in Texas. We will put a trailer on anything. Like you can do it. It's not that unrealistic, but. I feel like if I had a choice to buy something, it's going to be something oh, that I feel that would be useful for others, you know? Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. I ain't going to have no hoes on my bus, though. I only like the classy ones. I only want the classy, sexy, vivacious ones. You've never on been a hoe on a boat? Huh? You've never been a hoe on a boat before? Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think I was, I was, I've been on a boat a couple times, but I really wasn't hoeing mm. at that time. I do have some friends that obviously got me on the boat. That was a little extra, but, um, yeah, I wasn't hoeing on the boat. Like I'm not one of those, like, let me get a whole bunch of liquor in my system. I'm about to act a fool and give you all these false lies. 
happen. That's not that's not usually that's not how I rock. Oh really? Damn. No, mm-mm, that's not me. I've been just a, not in my blood. I've been a hoe in a boat before. Yeah, mm-mm. but I blame that on like my past in my hospitality experience. I got to be that passive aggressive uh, man eater, so <laughs> it just. Me. A, what's a passive aggressive man eater? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> so like, I was used to like finagling men all the time. So like, I'm working at a bar, strip clubs, whatever, and. They come in to see you, so you learn a different type of game, you know, to finesse them. Mm. So I've never really had to be like hoish, I guess you could say, because I've always I started a little early on my finesse game. So if anything, I'm finessing and I'm very reserved. Like I'm not an overly like oh, let me pop that on you. No, that's not me. I'm more like the opposite. Like I'm like a man in a lot of ways. What do you mean? So I think we're saying we have a different definition of what a hoe is. Yeah, hoe is like you twinking around, flirting with everybody, making out, getting that attention. Oh no, I'm not talking about that. That's not well, what I'm saying. Well, what's a hoe to you? Because yeah, I that's think what I think everybody's different. I think everyone. Woo! I think everyone's definition is just different. I guess so, girl. No, I don't. I don't know any, any good hoes. No. You never had like a whole moment. Fash <laughs> uh, is knocking everything over. Um, I mean, mm, I guess it just depends, right? Like, a, what you call a whole moment. My whole moments don't really be hoey though, because they turn into like long term situations. Like, I don't really be like, I've only had like a couple people where I maybe like it didn't last to something. Well, like not meaning like like I was just jumping from nigga to nigga, like a no, nigga stays around for a bit, no. and that's what I see a hoish. No, so moment mean like a moment. So I'm not talking about like the what happens after. Just in that moment, did you have a moment where it's like you probably did something that you just really wanted to do? You wanted to do it, but it's probably something that you wouldn't normally do. It was going against the grain, but it's something that deep down you really wanted to do it, so you went for it. In that like sexual realm, that's what I think of like as a home moment. Really, for home? Like a moment, a moment, like a home moment. Like, so I, for example, I'm not saying this actually happened, but for example, you go out with your friends, um, you you see this guy at the bar, you talk, you have drinks, whatever, and say you make out with him. And maybe like I don't know, fondle each other a little bit, and that's it. I would say that could be like a little whole moment if that's not something that you would normally do. Oh, that's a very interesting d- moment, I guess, because I just view it as like, bitch, I want to do that. Like, right? That's what I'm saying. But that's because but... I mean, I don't normally do it, but you, I feel a vibe with you. So it's right. like, that is a fucking connection and it might be just the drink. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, but that's, but to someone else, it's like, oh my God, you're being a hoe. You're, you're making out with a guy that you just met. Someone could, someone can view that as being a hoe, right? Yes, mm, I, I guess. I feel, I thought hoe is like multiple situations and multiple occurrences. Like a one-off shouldn't, it shouldn't be classified a hoe because it's a one-off. That's what I'm saying. It's a you moment. The key word is moment, moment. 
moment is like a short period of time, like a moment. So I had a moment. It was a whole I mean, moment. I, I guess, I mean, I've never like, I've done, like I've met, made out with a guy that I didn't know. And I mean, it was great. I don't foresee it being a whole moment because she, the show was great. I don't regret it. No, it was I'm not trying to it. say. It was like a little moment, but it was nothing like, I don't no. know. I guess I didn't see it in that way. Yeah, so, I'm trying to say so. that I don't think the word hoe is bad. I don't have like a negative connotation to it, but I do think that everyone has their own version of what it means to them. So I feel like people, someone just looking at me, because a lot of people just don't know a lot about me, they would like probably go not even believe half the shit <laughs> that I've done. So like on paper, I'm definitely a hoe for sure. Dash, what is your what is what is the definition of a hoe? Uh, <laughs> 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 Can I get that in uh, in uh, in Spanish, please? <laughs> no, you have to answer. You have to. I gotta know. Use a hoe. Oh, oh. there you go. You know that song? I said that you so. I do. I need you to break it down for us, too. I mean. So is it just a one-off moment, or is it multiple no. people? Is it recurring? Aaron, like, how does it work You're missing you? what I'm saying. I'm just saying a whole moment. It's just a moment in time where you just have a whole moment. That's separate from you just being a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just be, like, cookie cutter and it's something that you really want to do. Sometimes people don't act on the stuff that they really want to do. You know what I'm saying? They hold back a lot. So what if you're out and you're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this. And you just have a whole moment and then you go back to the regular scheduled programs for the next six months. So just you just had a whole moment. That's separate from just being like a straight up hoe all the time, 24-7. You know what I'm saying? Because like ho, being a hoe was like a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It can be a lifestyle, but you could just have a, have a moment. I understand what Whitney's saying. I understand like you know, as a in a moment, you can they can be you be out have out meet somebody, um, y'all both feeling each other. That so you think, and you might have a whole moment. You know what I'm saying? You don't really mean it. It might not be about your character or any of that, that's just a moment that you might have had with somebody. It's just sporadic. You know what I'm saying? But you still have your morals. A ho-ho is, you know, you out there tricking, sugar daddies, trying to catch, chase the bag, or whatever the hell, you know, people be talking about and shit. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sleeping with multiple men, you could be sleeping for money. It, it's a lot. I mean, you tricking, basically. You know what I mean? But... A moment is a moment. It happens for humans. I'm not going to put that as on the gender. I'm just going to say as for humans. Do you think it could, it's anything with how many people that, that that they have had sex with has anything to do with how much of a hoe you are? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I think so because I feel like, say for instance, like I think 
that's what be the best of women because they can be like so nice and like they are really innocent and they are very chill and for them they'll see like their one like I want to like get outside the box moment as a whole moment and really in reality it's just the bitch I decided that I want to not be so proper every time and I just want to live a little bit because you're not going to do it normally so like and when I, I think of oh I think of repetitive fuckerations and I now. think that's what being a hoe is about is about is just not giving a fuck and just doing what you want to do and that's why they say hoes be winning and that's why during those periods of time i had the best time of my life but for real like you're just carefree i just i think that obviously everyone is different and but i just feel like we you can do whatever the fuck you want to do if that's what you want to do as long as you're safe and you're not hurting anyone else do it like do do whatever it is that you want to do so fuck it go out there (laughs) it's so funny i had my twitter you know you can have your twitter like um background and i had twitter like years ago and i just stopped using it and i came back to it and i logged in and my background on it said life is short go out and be a hoe today and i was like damn whitney that's like from like 2014 so it tells you what kind of time I was on. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But not during COVID, though. That's super dangerous. Do not go out and be a hoe during COVID. But that defeats the purpose <laughs> of being a hoe because hoes don't give a fuck. That's the purpose. You so. got to still, you have to be safe. You still have to be safe, though. No, there's no, you can't, not, you can't not give a fuck and then still be safe because hoes ain't trying to be safe. They're trying to get a bag. Yeah, you still have to be, <laughs> I said, as long as you're being COVID. safe. As long as you're being safe and not hurting anybody, you can still have casual sex and still wear a condom every time. So what are you when you don't do that? Like, what if that's she just, just held the carefree? What is that? What does nasty. that make her then? A slut? That's nasty. <laughs> that's fucking nasty. And you need to go to jail if you're just going to be out here banging everybody without a condom. That's crazy. I mean, that's real life for some people, though. Like. Yeah. I mean, that's just how they do. So I don't know. Like, I remember, I know it's so crazy, but like in middle school, you guys, can you believe it? In middle school, we used to have hoes and I could not understand. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't fucking, you know, so like, I can't understand what's going on. That's where, that's like the prime. That's where hoes are introduced as middle school. That's when it all starts. Duh. Right. And that's where I got my perception of a hoe because the only reason she was called a hoe is because she jumped from dick to dick. And it was like a public situation. Like she was publicly jumping from penis to penis. Niggas was talking about it. Everybody finding out. So it was like you knew her whole roster of niggas Mm -hmm. that have tapped at Mm -hmm. so that's where i got a perception of a hose like oh this is multiple like you're you're a reoccurring yeah and like everyone knows about it yeah 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 i remember that like middle school was like the big thing was like learning what head was so that was like middle school like such and such gave somebody head on the back of the bus and shit like that yeah and i was like or whatever like Mm -hmm. i am never like i didn't like i didn't want anyone to have that perception of me and i think as women you know we get that um, shout out to women. It is women's month, but we get that perception of, you know, we want to be like X, 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 you know, and then along the way you lose those things you might want to do. Like mm-hmm. you might want to just say, you know what? I want to have all these things, but here and there, if shoddy looking milky and he got that oil on, mm-hmm. I might just want to jump over and 
fight them, mm-hmm. you know? And we can't, we shouldn't feel bad for that. Mm-mm. Like, that is a, that's a positive thing. If he's looking milky, you've been, you taking care of all your shit, though. You can't be doing the most, uh, getting, <laughs> you gotta take care of all your shit. You wanna bounce on a little milky across the way. Okay. You know, because sometimes what I've learned is, like, you have this negative connotation on, like, how men and how, your love story should go right like mm-hmm. we gotta wait that we gotta do this and mm-hmm. we gotta do this and we gotta do this and like you build up all these things of like regulations and stipulations and then you do find someone that you have like a bomb chemistry from you don't even know where it's coming from but it's like it's like divinely supposed to happen like that yes oh my god this makes me think and i was like i have to talk about this on the show there's been all this like Every week, we're always hearing about all these people buying, um, making sales and cannabis and like all this like super cool things and that are changing. But there's all these people that are still in jail for, you know, non-violent crimes, probably for weed. And I keep telling Aaron, my husband could be in jail, and she gets so upset. <laughs> I'm annoyed that she's even repeating it again. (laughs) I think it's so funny because it still goes back to the judgment of like, why can't they have love too? Why can't they they, still be with someone? So if you met someone and you found out they were in jail, you wouldn't date them? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. And let me, let me give you maybe a little backstory of how I feel like that is because number one, like, I've not always dated the the best men. Like, I actually have a not a great train record of, like, I was always that person that wanted to give someone opportunities. So I've dated, like, every type of man that's done mm-hmm. a lot of different illegal things in his life mm-hmm. and got locked up. I remember I tried to date a dude locked up. The phone thing, it was, it was stressful. It was just mm-hmm. too much for me. Um, but I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. And not that they don't need love, because I actually love Love After Lockup, you guys. It's <laughs> no I'm on Love After Lockup. Like, I love that show. It's I've never amazing. seen it. Um, I think just personally, like, me knowing you and knowing myself and kind of where we're going, it's just a different type of individual that you're going to grasp out of. I'm not saying that they're not good, but I don't feel like when I think of you and how you're flowing and you're growing every single day, I've known Whitney for so long that she's growing for her to say that I'm like annoyed. Cause I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not seeing the two pieces come together. This has to Why? be one magical ass man. Yeah. Coming out of jail, I mean, I'm not so. trying to say like, I'm trying to, to date somebody that's in jail. I'm, I just, not I'm not trying to say like, I'm trying to date someone in jail, but I just feel like, you no, just have I to be open. Mean, but I'm just like, saying, like you never up. know. He could have been a fucking weed drug kingpin or something. That's my husband. You never know. I mean, for the longest, I wanted to be like I wanted to date uh, like my my ideal ratchet ass nigga was going to be a Spanish man that was like hardcore in the cartel, and I was that beautiful, you know, but equal woman at the house while he did all that made millions of dollars while I was at the house with my poppy waiting for him to come home every day. That was always my dream, okay? Period. You know, I'm not ashamed to say, but I had to let that go. <laughs> that reminds me of the Biggie documentary when his mom was like, all she day dreamed about was being like a rich white woman living on a hill. Oh, man, that's so funny, Aaron. Oh, I know. Man. You know, I love, like, the Spanish culture, but it reminds me so, like, 
when we talk about like those instant connections, uh, this dude I dated for a long time in Tampa, uh, we had one of those connections. It was literally like I saw I was working at a bar and he came in one day and I was like, damn, he looks good as fuck. Like he looks good and not even my type. You guys, he was short, mm-hmm. like smaller, like he was not a normal E type at all, but it was something about like his aura. When he walked in the door, I was like, damn, he's hot. So then he ends up like coming and talk to me that night. I fucking saw him out again, got numbers. We chatted the next day. Okay. He over my house, which I never let people over my house, mm. but it was, something about the connection right something about it and we ended up like dating for years and years and so i moved to texas whatever he's still in tampa and he passed away two years ago and Mm -hmm. when i tell you guys i felt like i lost a part of me because it was like a soul tie with this individual like we both knew it like but we never like you know like he's in a life he literally was a drug dealer like whole life and like i'm trying to get my whole life together Mm -hmm. and it just didn't it wasn't flowing but the connection was so intense it was like in in reality i probably considered a whole moment because i got out for him i would do anything that's outside of my box like i would do anything and when he left me it was like oh my like you know when he died i felt like i died instantly Mm -hmm. i was the most depressed i had been in a very very long time and i still like i still think about that shit and I fucking go into pure depression because I think in my mind of course like I'm this woman like no I want better for myself I want this for my son I want this I want this I want this but I had this insane connection and mental growth with this person that was not my ideal like life that wasn't the life I wanted but the the only person I've ever connected with in my, in my life. So then when it died, I felt like, damn, did I almost shoot myself because I have this perception of what it should be because that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't allow anything to grow of that because it wasn't on the surface. Like on the surface, it looked like some fuck shit everyone should stay away from. But pulling back the layers, it was something that, connected with me you know yeah that's what i'm saying you gotta pull back so it's like is that like you know like what do you do women what do you do saying we're saying the same thing yeah we're saying the same thing i want to know because i always told myself if i ever felt that again that i would not go against myself in that moment from what i felt like i wanted so women dm us let us know have you ever just had that connection that you just felt like it didn't align with your plan because as a woman we always got a plan we always got some shit up our sleeves and then what did you do about it i saw this there's this show i think it like it was coming on after the housewives of atlanta it's like a new show on bravo and i don't know what she does but it's a black lady and her husband's white and she was talking about like how she had this vision board and like this you know idea of like her husband's going to be like chocolatey and like muscled up and all this stuff and like her husband is like the complete opposite like a white goofy looking white like a goofy looking guy i'm like fuck it's oh, and i remember I you know when me. steve harvey had came out with all that shit and it, you know it was like the such as thing like a man whole- I like a yeah, woman. I mean, like a man, and everyone's like, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. it was very interesting because I think one point 
that he always told women is that he ain't going to come like you want him to come. Mm-hmm. But he will have the, the traits that you like. Mm-hmm. But he ain't going to come like you want him to come. And I think I've personally, I have personally, I am not afraid to admit, I have let a lot of things pass that were probably amazing for me because it did not come in the package. I felt like it should have come. I in. remember years ago, like, I can't even remember what year it was, but I just remember being in the car with my friend Stefan and he told me, he was like, Whitney, you're going to, he was like, this idea that you have of like, he's has, he's going to have to be like six, six because I'm tall. So like, you know, the idea that he's going to be six, six and be all that, like every guy's not going to be like that. He was like, you're going to have, you have to open yourself up to like be open to different kinds of guys. So after he told me that. I really like listen to him like for real. So like you're right. I've definitely have had like a lot of fun and like different connections with like people that you'd be like really like you're fucking lying. But yeah, like it, they all come in different shapes, sizes, packages, everything. Like, everything. But you know everything. the saying, you're or always you're all the same size when you're laying down. <laughs> I don't want nothing with the shits, girl. Uh, with the shits. But I think that's really, I mean, that's, it happens, you know? And I would I would love to, like, all of our <laughs> listeners out there, I want to know, like, do you guys have one of those love stories? Or have you been one of those people, like, even men, men may have, like, a standard list of what they think the woman should be, and then they realize, like, it comes differently. Because I know for sure, I used to, I just knew like I would end up with like this chocolatey man, tall, beefy, eighteen pack, like beefy. all types of shit. I remember this guy. I met him on Tinder. This was like my Tinder days, and I remember it was like cold outside. So we met at this bar, and he was from Charlotte. So we met. He was out with friends. So I liked that because it was a group setting. All the friends were super cool, and he was like short, like very short. But he gave me, like, a friend vibe. So it wasn't even any, like, pressure of, like, anything. We are just hanging out. Everyone's having a good time. So the end of the night, we were all, like, pretty lit. And I remember we did, like, kiss, right? And it was kind of, like, a surprise because we were super, like, friendly the whole time. But, like, at the end of the night, we kissed. So whatever. He goes back to Charlotte. I'm in Charleston. So, like, we still, like, keep in touch. But then, like, I think it was maybe the next time we saw each other was like there was a concert in his city and it was like the Wiz and Stoop concert and I went and like we went together and we had the best fucking time like so much fun like uber like his apartment was super nice clean like he was very like hospitable that's the Mm -hmm. word yeah it was it was really nice like he really like took care of me and it's still like respectful like no pressure to like you know how guys can be like oh you know you're coming over here about to you know fuck like nothing like that so it was super cool and we ended up being like the best of friends like always hanging out like if he came to charleston he we would hang out if i came to charlotte we would hang out go to concerts like I remember one of the last concerts I went to, I went to see Kendrick and I went by myself. I actually bought two fucking tickets and no one wanted to go. Like, what are the odds that no one wants to go see Kendrick Lamar? Insane. But I bought two fucking tickets and 
literally wasted money, but whatever. I had a blast and he didn't go. I think he had to work the next day or something. But I remember like I fucking was doing the most. I wore these heels. I went out after and my feet were hurting so bad after. And when I came back, he like rubbed my feet and it was the best thing. I'm like, you are the fucking best. Like he really sat there and rubbed my feet. Um, I don't think I've ever had anyone rub my feet before, but shout out to Jay. He was the best. Hey, it's just that natural <laughs> vibe, you guys. It's it's something mm-hmm. about it's a vibe for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Period. It's yeah. a vibe for me. Um, and as the world is opening up to all my singles out there, Ooh. get out of your own head. I know that quarantine and single life and all that stuff has like gathered all these things in your brain, right? Like your brain is like on 18,000 overload. Well, I'm going to ask you that you release all of that and enjoy yourself to live and know that every man that may walk into your presence, like, of course you want him to have a purpose, but know that sometimes the purpose could be different than what you expect it to be. Um, I always find that I get people in my life that I truly learn lessons from and the purpose isn't ideal of what I had in my brain but it's actually even better because what I learned speaks volumes to the woman that I'm becoming so I ask that all my people out there even my lovers like okay y'all know she could get her hot girl summer on at any time do not take her for granted still make sure you buying them flowers still make sure you cooking the meals and rub them toes after she had a long day of hot girl summer yeah rub them feet I promise if you comfortable if you rub her feet, she gonna rub you in all the right Literally. places. I promise. Literally. I promise. And that's a better rub for y'all than mm-hmm. it is for us. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just okay, saying. Okay, okay. This rose is good. But you know what? I kind of do want to take a shot. You guys, Whitney, I feel like y'all know because y'all was on the show when Whitney was like, she's going to stop with the drinks and alcohol. Oh, my God. So, wait, let me tell y'all. So, Monday, we came here on Monday. We were supposed to have a meeting. Oh, and, and this is the time Dash leaves, but he'll come back. He has to come back. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> so, me and Aaron are like, when we're like, we're going to have a meeting. We're like super prepared. We're going to have a meeting. Dash was on a whole nother page. Dash was on shot o'clock party time. So we literally ended up partying in the studio. My son was here, two years old. And I'm like, this is so funny. Jonah's in here with the mic, Aaron. Like, Bobby Schmurder. Like, it was crazy. We had karaoke. It was all the Tampa, Florida, all the Florida songs. Like, it was we had a lot of fun dash was fucked up Steph, everybody was taking shots except me but i was just happy that jonah was there because if he wasn't then i would have been taking shots too for sure because it's like once you start and the like the momentum and like the adrenaline is going like you can't stop taking shots like that's how i get when i get out so it's just really the self-control for me like that's i have a hard time with self-control when it comes to a lot of things so that's why i say like i'm, I'm gonna cut back on drinking because especially if, if i'm with stefan dash and or tune day it's aaron like it's there's no like medium it's either we're going or we're not so 
That's it, guys. I'm a reco- I'm recovering. Oh, but I heard so we recorded. So that day Monday, we were trying to, we're testing some shit out for the podcast. So we recorded a bunch of just all of the shenanigans that was happening. Stay tuned for that new upcoming change in hospitality. Yes. So and I really want to release some of the stuff from Monday because it had a lot of good funny like shit in there. But Aaron and and Stefan was here, and they were talking. They were, they were saying how I changed. They were like, we want the old Whitney back. And how I'm just so, like, such a, I'm such a mom now. But it's different. Like, I, you just think about other shit. Before, I didn't have anything to think about. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I was young, wild, and free. Like, I did crazy shit. There's so much, so much stories that I'm even still pulling back on because I'm like, I don't know if y'all are ready, but, um, <laughs> no, it's so funny because but I've really changed for real. Like I'm really real calm now, but every, anyone else looking in is like, Oh, she looks like she's so like cool and calm. And I'm like, I am, but there's just another side. There's definitely another side. And when Whitney became a mom, number one, you guys, I don't know if I've ever been that emotional when one of my friends had a baby. I legit, because she lived in Charleston, I lived in Texas, you know. When I went to her baby shower, I don't know what happened, but I legit cried, you guys. Like, I hugged her, and I was in tears. I don't know. It was like, my best friend is like, becoming this mom and like i know what it's like to be a mom and i just was emotional like her pregnancy i felt like bitch i was over there pregnant with your ass i was so emotional Mm -hmm. i'm like my best friend is changing because i told her when she has a baby you're also like giving birth to the new you and i'm that's a lot you know like as someone that loves her so much and supports her she's been an amazing support for me through my journey of life ever since she's came in. So to know she became a mom, I, it just, it, I was like, girl, like you're about to have birth to a child and a new you. And like, I got to get to know her and like, I got to learn her. And so not drinking is a big part of me having to adjust (laughs) because that's also part of like what we do. So it was it was emotional, you guys. I I never get that day. I saw her belly, and I just just went into <laughs> she cried. I cried so hard. I was like, "Oh my god, my friend!" I'm like, "Damn, what's wrong with me? Like, how am I so emotional?" I was so emotional. I was like, "I cannot believe," because Whitney's like been like my ace for like so long, and like it's already hard enough to like live far away from her. Mm-hmm. And to like, and I just felt like I was missing everything. Like, I don't know. I just felt left out. Like I'm missing everything. And then like Jonah's getting big. I'm missing everything. I'm like, Mm -hmm. bitch, can I get a snap? Can I get a picture? Like I need to, I feel like I need to be closer and I'm not. Yeah. And it was very emotional for me. I'm like, I missed the whole like pregnancy vibe. So then when I saw it like real life, I'm like, I can't handle this. Like I'm just, I I can't handle this. Um, but that that's that's real growth so when you're growing now like i accept it i still am emotional though like whitney has legit been like that one confidant for me i know but that one person for me i just i just have to learn a medium because i just feel like (laughs) as a mom i can't go out and go hard like i used to do but i don't know how to not go out 
and do that because I have, because my single friends that still do that are still sprinkled in and they're still on that time. And that's who I'm going to go out with. So it's like, I can't be hung over. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, like, I feel that. And all that shit. Like I can be, but it's like, I've already been there throwing up all day. Jonah jumping on me. That shit sucks. Yeah, it's, it's no fun. And honestly, like, I don't go out to drink like that. It's not saying that I drink like that, but I feel like I've already, I had already came to that point in my life where it's like, okay, calm the fuck down. Like, here and there, I might get hungover. My hungover now is like 80 times different than my hungover before. Like, That's I'm not saying. over the toilet hungover. At this point, my fat ass should have ate before or after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my friends, she hit me up. I'm like, yeah, we need to go out before it gets like crazy busy. And she was like, in this time, we need to eat first. And that's always the that's always the deal breaker for me. It's when I don't eat is when I get crazy fucked up, blackout. Yeah. I don't remember shit, but I just got to have a solid meal before and I'm straight. Yeah. And, and that's 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 that new uh, PhD drinking style. Like eat first. <laughs> like we ain't new to this. We Milk thistle. Milk thistle, guys. Oh, yeah. That is actually like legit. Okay. Do that. And every, you know what I, pisses me off because I actually have some at home. And then if I go to drink or something and I forget about it because I forget because I don't take that shit often. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I should have took it because I would have like woke up better. And yeah. I just don't be doing that. So milk thistle, it's like, a, is it a supplement? Milk thistle? And it's a supplement. Yep. You can buy it from like Walmart or, you know, wherever they have vitamins. So you take what, two before you go out? Yep. And then before you go to bed, you take two more. And you won't have a hangover because it like helps your liver, right? It's a liver supplement. So it's yeah. like meant like help your liver. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, it fucking works. So go to Walmart, buy some milk thistle. Yeah. Before you go out I and drink. recommend. And you will not have a hangover. Tried and if you guys have any uh, hangover remedies too, please um, email us, DM us with those because we would love to know. Me and Whitney will be reuniting sooner nor later and i cannot tell you that we might need it even if that's just us on the couch drinking what is it bitters still gonna need it Uh is it like bitters and something bitters soda water um used to be a vibe um honestly still for me to this day my hangover cure is Usually it's Chick-fil-A or whatever <laughs> fried food I can have with a ginger ale and a sweet tea. Ooh, ginger ale and a sweet tea? Yeah, you got to have both. So the ginger ale is what you drink before you get the food in because shit is real. Get your mm-hmm. two Tylenols, ginger ale, go get the food, get home, get in the bed because I, I got to... <laughs> I'm eating in the bed. Oh, That's happening. Okay. Or on the couch. Wherever I can lay... Instantly after I eat is probably couch. what I'm gonna do. Probably yeah. not the best health benefit that mm-hmm. I'm giving you here, but that doesn't I matter. love sleeping on the couch. Um, and I eat that food, and then I just lay. Mm. So what if it's a Sunday and, and let it soak in? And then I'll take a shower, and then I'm like, all right, let's go. What if what if it's Sunday and Chick Fil A's not open? Where are you going? Um, if it's Sunday, Chick Fil A's not open. Probably Waterburger now. Because Whataburger's lit here. And by the way, you guys, as we talk about quarantine and life opening back up, PSA, all restaurants need to continue to do curbside. This was a game changer in the industry. I still need to bring my shit to the car. I do not want to wait. I do not want to get out of the car. This should never end. Okay? 
period. I hate getting out. Please curbs curbside me, please. Thank you. Curbside me, please. Like I don't ever, and I'm I online ordering curbside. It is here to stay. When we grew as a country in technology, <laughs> and I need my food to you to bring it out to parking lot number six. <laughs> when I arrive, I don't want no shit. Okay. <laughs> Period. So let me just throw that out there curbside for life yeah i agree i don't want to go back that's the bullshit yeah don't make me walk inside here don't make me don't make me because life gonna get busy that curb and you know Mm -hmm. what though it made me realize like curbside is actually another great entity to any business yeah you were you could provide more jobs like because hey you need more hands on deck you're making more money if you Mm -hmm. got curbside because you got me people are lazy they don't want to yeah people are lazy they don't want to get out of their car so keep the curbside feature, guys. Think about profit and the quantity. If you give me curbside, I got shit to do. I'm on the go. Life is busy now for me. I'm going to spend that money versus doing whatever else I would do. Mm-hmm. Let me go to your establishment and spend that money. Bring the curbside out. Don't make me wait too long now. Answer the goddamn phone. <laughs> Have somebody answer the phone and take the orders. Have somebody to drop the orders on side. It's two people. It's not one person. <laughs> Aaron's telling me it's two people it's not one fucking person for real because they're short staffing right now and I know everybody want to make their revenue no. but I'm not fucking with it you remember how I said two bikes one Aaron it came back that's what it is two bikes mo- <laughs> it settles it, it, it settles you baby me hey. and you me and you it settled two mics there's your Aaron. game for tonight it's settled. Two bikes, one Aaron. That's the name of the. Um. Oh, we gotta talk about it. Coming to America. Oh yeah, coming to America, guys. I watched it. So it came out. What was that? March fifth. I watched it that Friday night. So I was super excited. I think I got sushi. Maybe. Um, had a nice little little spread. Jonah was asleep. Had some wine. So, you know, I had me a nice little adult movie night so i was really excited about it but i really liked it like i was surprised i was really like laughing out loud at a lot but then i was like not surprised i'm like fuck it is still eddie murphy and all these funny ass people so um i liked how they use the technology to like take us back and like morph their faces and shit like that i thought that was pretty cool um and i loved how it was just like black excellence like through the whole movie i feel like when you watch the first one you didn't i didn't really like see it in that way but i feel like it was maybe amplified on this one um but i really the main thing that i really that stood out to me was that leslie jones character like as the mom i like how they still put her on like a pedestal and didn't like downgrade her or anything like that like i felt like she was shining more than like the the wife um in the movie like she just looked beautiful and i loved the jacuzzi part like when he came in there i knew that some niggas was down there i thought it was gonna be two of them but i just loved it i loved that part um a lot i was like you better get it mama get it so um yeah what do you think 
Um, I thought it was cool. Um, the first, it took me two days to watch because the first day I fell asleep. Oh. Then I go back. Um, I thought it was funny. I definitely enjoyed the the like comedy side. Um, it was definitely funny. Storyline was not the best for me storyline was not the best but it was still funny Mm -hmm. um so um didn't love it but i did like it Mm -hmm. um storyline could i felt like the storyline could have been just a little bit better and that's the only reason i say that is because i know there's so many people in film and production and writers and like i mean it's a crazy art life out there that i feel like if we would have opened up to just some regular people, you probably would have got some really great, cool things in the storyline that would have just aligned a little bit better. Um, but it was a good movie. I loved, um, how do you say, like, I guess, like, him picking something other than whatever it was. Oh, by Tiana Taylor, like, that be... Mm-hmm. I'm just like, why is she just so... She didn't even really have to say nothing. She just gorgeous. Like, oh, oh I love... I love that part. The lady who who um, was supposed to be his wife, how she was still like how they showed her at the party and she was barking at that nigga. That shit was yeah. so funny. Oh, my that God. Shit was that was so funny. No, yeah, it was definitely had some funny parts. Tiana Taylor, I fucking just love her. I'm like, mm-hmm. and of course, she had like the cute outfits. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm obsessed with her. She was amazing. Um, like, I would have picked Tiana. No cap. Like, Sorry, little uh, hairstylist. You fine and everything. You cute. You down to earth. But Tiana, she's a bad one. Tiana, I don't know. I love me some Tiana. It's just something about her, too. Mm. Um, And I feel like the role just (laughs) works for her. I don't know. Even though. Barry. Barry. <laughs> we went to the theater to see that movie, but she killed that role too. I love Tiana Taylor. I know I she's coming Tiana back. Taylor. She's not she retiring. So beautiful. I have to see her in concert before I die. So she's coming back. I fucking love her. Yeah, she, but she kills she any role that she she does. Like, there's just no doubt about it. Yeah. The she's, only she's I did not like them saying bastard so much. That was annoying. I didn't like that at all. Either. I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Oh, but I, I did love, it. I love the little ugly little thing, the thing that looked like a um, Lord of the Rings, that little ugly old man. You know what I'm talking about? He was funny. He was funny and ugly. Yeah, funny and ugly. I liked him. Um, what else? Did I like. Oh, well, how did you feel about Rick Ross's part? <laughs> big Daddy. I mean, Big Daddy. He's big, big Daddy is not really an actor. So I feel like he did get for that moment. And y'all guys don't know Big Daddy. Big Daddy is Rick Ross. Like, they had to put him in there. He's not married yet. So it's still it's a possibility. But um, no, I feel like it was okay. He could have definitely pushed out a little bit more. But it's out of his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like it was... Who did I like? I don't think I liked anything that, that much. I could have... I probably could have went without the salt and pepper performance. <laughs> I, I know. I could have probably went without that one. And the in Vogue, they could have left that out. But that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I liked Gladys. I like Gladys Knight when he died. Girl, I love me some Gladys. Yeah, I like that I part. Know, 
I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel know. like it was just they were just having fun. I just feel like they were just like going for it and just just having fun. So I just felt like I don't know. They were just I not. They were not trying to be so serious. Fun, I think because I feel like the first one was kind of ridiculous too. You know, like going and looking back at the first one, it was like they kind of have like a ridiculous humor in some ways. So I just feel like we haven't seen a a movie like this in a long time. That's just like ridiculous, like saying bastard all the time and like all that shit. Like we haven't seen movies like this. Like everything is really like watered down and like super, you know, like cookie cutter in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, it was different. I don't definitely nothing can compare and it was a little off but i think that's the beauty of it yeah nothing could definitely compare that's for damn sure definitely a little off um i would just love to see um and i'm not an actor by any means but i would just love to see um some new wave of them bringing in that art culture in from different parts you know like stay away from your mainstream with your storylines, production, and I think it'll really come together. There's some yeah. super talented people out there well, that yeah. come with great shit. They said that there's like people in the, in the movie that are like famous in Africa that we mm-hmm. don't know about that were in the movie. Um, but everyone mm-hmm. from the original cast was in there except the mom. She's the only one that had passed away. So I thought that was super dope that 30 years later you can have like pretty much the whole original cast in a movie oh yeah that's that, amazing. that right there was definitely amazing mm-hmm. for sure you definitely want to bring those people back and i think you know with those movies you have to be open-minded like it's obviously not going to be the same 30 yeah. years later like i knew it wasn't going to be the same i did think it was going to be a little bit more serious and funny but it still was good um still good black excellence you guys how about that yeah i think they um they did a good job. I liked it. I haven't had time to watch it again, but I do want to to watch it again when I get some time for those laugh out loud moments, for sure. I want Jonah to watch it. He's going to be like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, if you guys liked it, you didn't like it, we will, well, you know what? We're going to put a poll up on the show tomorrow when we release this um drop this for you guys we're gonna put a poll out and we'll ask if you liked it coming to america or not so we'll we'll see what your poll uh said if you haven't watched it i suggest you go ahead and watch it and come back to the poll it'll be up for 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> and i'll know how to check the results <laughs> we know how to check now y'all so we looking for you <laughs> Mm. Um, but if you have any good movie suggestions and stuff like that, definitely hit us up. Email us at H-E-Y-H-Q-S at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Did you watch uh, that movie on Netflix? It was about the lady who was like scamming the old people out of like their retirement money. Yes. You saw that? Yes. How did you feel about that? As a black person <laughs> or as a normal person? <laughs> I mean, I don't... Because I feel like my first thing was like, oh my God, this is what they do. Like, I just learned a new stream of income that they apparently <laughs> they do. And that's probably definitely a thing. I think this is definitely a thing. Um, I think it was real savage. Um, but I mean, I liked it because I'm really into like realistic crime offenses. I don't know the best word to say that. I like criminal activity. 
I don't know the best way to say that, but I really do enjoy it because you get to learn an individual's thought process on how to gain money. And in her mind, she wasn't doing anything wrong, but really like on the outside looking in, she wasn't doing anything wrong, but that hoe was fucking making guap. Mm -hmm. The shit was real savage. And I just wish the little midget would have went a little bit harder on her ass. That's just me. I feel like he cut her ass break at the end. For him to have been such like a big figure, and faking his own death and like of the whatever mafia, I would think one, you'd have more security. Number one, like, you know what I'm saying? Like there should have been way more shit set up if you were this, this figure. So that part was weird. I'm like, yeah, why have you not killed her yet? That's in like in movie, in movie, in movie world, not in real life, guys, just in movie world. Like you should have already like, that's just should have been easy. She should have yeah. been dead. Absolutely. Yeah. And the whole shit when his mom was about to come out, like, no, that would have never happened. Like, yeah. he should have definitely died. Um, yeah. I was annoyed that she didn't die. Then all of a sudden she got the the fucking business and then Karma somebody came killed back. her from the, from the back. I'm like, this is too much. She should have been, been shanked. Okay. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But yeah. I, I did like, like that. that. And anyone that hasn't watched uh, Jenny and Georgia, watch that. Oh, I, I heard. I keep hearing that's good. It is actually good, and I think you should. I think any individual can watch it because it's a lot of different hidden messages in there. Because you mm. know, sometimes we can only think about the storyline, but I think that was a great show um, for people that could possibly be dealing with single parents and mm. maybe some of the choices that single parents make in a survival state. And Ooh. that's what I enjoyed about it. Ooh. Like, what do you do as a single parent to make sure that you are good and secure and know that this is a woman that can get away with fucking anything? Is it kind of like... That's some savage shit. Is it kind of like doing strange for some change or no? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, what's the show about? I, I, didn't see, I didn't see strange for change. I would say maybe doing whatever it takes and going above and beyond. Like, there's going to be a season two of that shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. how good it is. Mm. it's like go it's it's taking that extra step to live the life you want to live and know that the life you want to live is by any means necessary but what is she doing is she like killing people i can't i don't want to tell oh my god that the mom is savage and the most not like she's not a mean savage that's not who she is she's actually very perky very energetic very big picture, very open. Like the mother that you think that you would be able to tell that you do some fuck shit, she's trying to learn to build that communication with her children. But in in the increment, you almost have to learn like, well, if she's this open, what does what what don't I know about my parent, right? Like, how can she be that open? So I'm gonna leave that plot twist out there for you. I'm not gonna tell you that. I need you to go watch it and then come back and tell mm. me. But that's what I gather out of it because like. I mean, I've never gotten that deep into doing whatever is needed by any means necessary, but I did like her openness to trying whatever to continue to build a relationship with her child that she's disconnected with. Because mm-hmm. her child is now a teenager. She's going through life. She's going through puberty. She has a fucking cell phone and popularity. Like, that's a whole thing. She's mixed in race. So you get mm-hmm. to kind of see the back end of, like, what is it like for a parent? Because we see all these mixed kids, right? But we don't ever think about maybe 
the hardship that the parent could go through because she loves who she loves and she decided she wants to be with another ethnicity to have a baby because she's in love with them, but never realizing like not only will that child go through racial things, but on the back end trying to protect her and be there for I'm going through racial shit. You don't think about that. I don't think I've personally, I've never gave a shit about what a parent is thinking when a child is going through racial things in a mixed household. But that's important because you leave that behind and you don't realize that that person could also be trying to fight their own journey to know that I have to protect something that's I, that's that came out of my vagina. Like, I got to protect this person. And yeah. I love her father, even though he may not be the best and it doesn't have the best representation. But I have privilege because of my skin. And that's a different battle, right? Is I think in racial profiling, we don't think about the battles of others getting the backlash in a different way. We only think of the hardship of ourselves because we are living in the bulk of it as being black, Spanish, whatever you are. But we don't think about the person that loves you so deep, possibly could have birthed your kid or just loves the shit out of you. We take some of that backlash too. So it's interesting. Oh my God. I gotta watch it. Cause that's definitely me. (laughs) My child is biracial. So I I definitely recommend you watch it because the girl is mixed and just, and I think it was important to know that, like, what the kids are exposed to now and, like, how they go through life compared to what me and you did in high school is totally different. No, I like, definitely... totally different. I think about that a lot. I'm like, I'm going to have to talk about, geez, Louise, the conversations me and Joan are going to have to have. Fuck. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, the the back end of knowing that, like, you know, you're never gonna you're never gonna see it this way but in his eyes is you know he's a mixed child and he knows that he's mixed but he's very light-skinned compared to you you're going to all the schools he's light possibly like a lot of other kids that are spanish italian Mm -hmm. all these other things and then all their mothers are light too and then you the the chocolatest one coming through letting them know hey i'm in here and it's gonna be like for him Mm -hmm. he's always going to protect you and loved you but he has to learn how to grow through that Mm -hmm. you're going through it because you are you also have to learn to protect yourself with a not being so defensive way Mm -hmm. to be a great mother being that you're going to be the most melanin one sometimes or if it's vice versa where you're it's multiple melanin people but you got the only extra light mixed privilege it's like a thing. Yeah, he's going to be the light skin, <laughs> light skin, light skin, all that shit. It's it's mm-hmm. a thing. And I think I, I love when people bring those things to the forefront because sometimes as a culture, we can only think of one side. Mm-hmm. But love is universal and love comes from every angle. And any part of you that you love, you birth, you, you put, you nurture, you're going to feel any of those feelings regardless of their race if you're just a human being and mm-hmm. so it's very very interesting to watch so check mm-hmm. it out mm, i shall yeah and then we'll you guys check that out and let me know what you guys think obviously you guys are all different you know race and whatever but it's very important to just kind of like put that out there i think one thing i struggled with as a mom is i was a teen mom and then I have a child that's very light compared to me. I'm dark-skinned woman, young as hell, like young compared to most women 
with a kid in school. So I'm always looked at like, hmm, like they want to know everything about me. You know, like they just mm-hmm. want to interrogate, like, how does it happen? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> or it's like a thing, you know? And um, we mean, how does it happen? We know we all have sex. Like, we know how it happened, <laughs> but they are so like, I can't tell you how the parents are so intrigued in my life. Because they want to know, like, number one, like, you know, prime example, in the area that I live in, some some moms work, some don't, okay? And also in a special needs community, most mothers don't work. But I'm a mother that does it all. And so when I'm trying to connect with other moms with special needs, they have... I mean, they're at home all fucking day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, bitch, I'm busy. What we going to do? On, like, we got to make time frames and schedules for Bitch, for I'm busy. Me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, you have to work. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I got to work. I got to pick them up. I got to drop off. I got to go to the doctor. I, gotta, I do everything. And um, it's just different. It's just different. So... Don't be closed-minded. Be open-minded. Someone told me that yesterday. You're very open-minded. I said, well, do you want to sink or do you want to swim? Because mm. I decided to swim. And not sink into society and whatever the fuck bubble you want to put me in. Okay. It was like, oh. Okay. Yes, back the fuck up from whatever you're telling me. I don't right know now. what I would say. Like, damn. Okay, I know. It was bitch. a little spicy, but, you know, sometimes it just be like that. Okay. Spicy mommy. You guys, it's always a pleasure <laughs> having good convos with hospitality queens. I can't wait for them to see what we have coming up. Episode 10 is on the horizon, you guys. It's lit. It's lit. So just know we coming in. We're going to celebrate our wins. And 10, we get into those double digits. We're celebrating that win, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't so know I'm why. Gonna- what is that? Um, Damn, that's that song that uh, Corral's liked. But I can't think of it. Oh, that Meek Mill and Drake going bad. She said, oh, you lit lit. It's about to be lit lit. Episode lit lit. I, I even have an idea for um, episode 10 after, whatever. Mm. Um, that will 10 be after. Good. So I will talk about that offline. It's going to be the, it's going to bust them out Should that be a segment, 10 after? after hey what happens after 10 y'all Ooh. what happens after 10 we might we're gonna bust that uh that late night creep after 10 for y'all late night we'll creep do- Ooh, late night we'll creep do- pajama party we'll do- night creep um i definitely got a lot of good ones on that one i guess we'll definitely make sure we have a hard cocktail for those you got a lot of late night creeps <laughs> yes. You do. Ooh. What's the uh, definition I'm, of a late I'm night creep, a though? Late night creep kind of girl, though. What's the definition of a late night creep? Like that's like, is that the what you do in text or hey big head text? What's the late um, night creep? I mean, I guess it could be the text, but to be quite honest, I'm real savage. I'm a caller. Mm. I can't tell you how many times that on my late night vibe, I'm just picking up the phone and calling. I'm not texting anybody. Phone, baby. Calling. Mm. Okay. Or I'm FaceTiming you. That's how mm. savage I am. I've FaceTimed it, people. Late night, had a long night. I FaceTime. You know what they do? Answer. Mm. So you mean like you, Sometimes it's better that way. You do like so. a drunk FaceTime? Yeah. Mm. Like a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. I'm not a FaceTimer just in general, so that's new to me. But I used to be like a drunk texter back in the day, like 2008, 9. I, I feel like texter. probably a drunk texter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can say that. And then the moment I got ballsy because like sometimes like I'm intoxicated and like I don't want to think. And I felt like text made me think. Yeah. So I would all your ass like yo what's up what you doing are you available can you come over can i come over mm-hmm. or can we go get some food we're gonna talk we're gonna go to salem's like what's happening yeah. what's happening i think that's probably the my late night creeps are probably the most aggressive i think i'll ever be <laughs> not that i'm not an aggressive person really with the late night creeps? not aggressive but if i had a couple of drinks at me and i'm over it at this point like what up mm. shoddy that's interesting. <laughs> yep. Hmm. I feel like this is kind of crazy, but I'm the opposite. I feel like I can be totally sober and still do probably the same or probably worse than I would be when I was drunk. Mm, no, I, I'm getting better now. Like the older I get is the more confident I get in those kind of approaches. Um, it is like now I'm a little bit more ballsy. I'm actually kind of like really a hard ass, smart ass right now. I'm really trying to work on it, but I'm on ice. It comes with growth, huh? I'm on ice right now. I don't know. I can't even say like what interaction I've ever I've been in in since becoming a mom. I haven't like really been outside. So I can't that's even true, say how I how I'm even moving out here on in these streets. To be honest, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, I was in something for quite some time, and I think that kind of helped, like me become a little bit more confident in my passive aggressiveness sometimes mm-hmm. because I learned myself, and like after you learn yourself and you realize like okay these are the traits that i just don't intend to change you just feel a little bit more ballsy about just being like Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of how that happened like being with him made me realize like okay these are just the traits and it's just never gonna happen (laughs) today never gonna change when i was driving here from tattooed moose i was at the light dash and it was like the light and santis is right there and I was just looking at it. So Santi's is this Mexican restaurant. And on Cinco de Mayo, they have this huge party. So my first time ever going to Santi's was a Cinco de Mayo. And then like it became a like a ritual. But like sitting there and looking at the restaurant, I was like, wow, this looks like such like a peaceful, like nice little Mexican restaurant. <laughs> but on Cinco de Mayo... It looks totally different. I'm like, I've never seen it the way that I saw it tonight. I'm like, I've never seen it from that view, from that from that POV. And just all the memories were just going through my head of all those fucking, like my very first single to mile there was insane. Like, lit, lit. insane. This is a crazy story, but I'm going to share it because I just took the shot. So... I go there with my friend Amber and like I meet I end up meeting Dash and Tunde like everybody the whole crew they end up meeting us there but Cinco de Mayo at that time became like I think it started in Tampa my love for Cinco de Mayo for sure it started in Tampa but it carried over to 
when I came back to Charleston and like we legit take the whole day off like do not schedule me on Cinco de Mayo like I'm drinking all fucking day like we're bar hopping all day like I think we even went back to Amber's house she took a nap and like we came back out like it was a it was it was an event so we go to Santi's and one of our friends, our coworkers, like he knows everyone that works there. So we get the hookup on like everything. So it's like free, free, free shot, shot, shots, like DJ dancing and shots. That's all that it is all day. So we end up, I think we go, still go downtown. I think we go downtown still and then we go back to, I think it was Amber's house. So it's me and Amber and then our coworker. I'm not even going to say his name. So me and the coworker are like making out. Like we're fucked up, okay? So it's like to the point that like we're about to hook up, okay? Like it's it gets it gets there. So again, I'm fucked up, okay? So before it gets any further... I ask him if his dick is big. <laughs> and he didn't answer me. What answer did you get? I didn't get a good one. So mm. so that's where the night ended. Because I told him if it's not big, I don't want it. And he bowed out gracefully. And I respect that. Don't waste my time. And that's the kind of savage that I was back then. That's that's savage. I'm a little lost for words. And uh, the fact uh, that you guys are like, oh, you're so calmed down. I'm like, I need to be calmed down. I can't be like that no more. I yeah, you can't a, be like that. You don't, like that. you don't do that. No, I need no. to be a civilized mom, right? You're somebody's mom, but it's also like... I think from a male's perspective, which I'm not a male, so please know but like you know they're big compared to what they think your big could be is a very large range probably. i didn't care i've seen some big shit i was a savage day. okay so talking talking about you getting ballsy i was drunk and ballsy and I, after the fact i'm like i cannot I believe I've, I've never asked i was like, like i that. can't believe you said that whitney because the person who it was like i love them so much and i'm happy that i did that because maybe it was like god's way of saying you don't need to hook up with this person because the person who it was is like i respect them and i like them so much as a friend i really would not have wanted to really hook up with them but the right. drunk Whitney just didn't give a fuck and I would have just done it and it would just been charged to the game. But like, I'm so happy that I did that, even though it was probably fucked up, disrespectful, probably made him feel the way, but it needed to happen. So I did not hook up with him. So fuck it. I saved myself. Yeah. That worked I didn't out need that plan. body. I did Ooh. not need that body. Trust, trust and belief. So. Mm, 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 mm. Savage <laughs> life, and on that note, y'all, we're gonna have to say, is it big or not? <laughs> and apparently, it's real out here. And if you have a big story, we'd love to know. If you have a small story, we'd love to know. We love to know all the stories because we know Z. We in small stories matter. And we need some tea and some gossip. So small stories matter. Go ahead and drop them stories. Um, 
mm, is it big or no? That was that was sad. I don't. I've never asked that, so I'm gonna have to take that in for a minute. Um, but if you guys have asked some shit like that, I need to know, and I might use that as my next pickup line. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta debate on it. It's like, do I want to say is it big or no, or do I want to say just whip it out? Like, what do I want to say? So you guys help me out with my next pickup line. Um, should it just not be get help for asking me. the question? Should we just have it whip out? Because we're in 2021 now, so like, whip let me it. just. Whip it, whip it. Like, let me just see you whip it real quick, and then I decide. Because sometimes I don't know. Mm. Let's put it all on the table, all twenty twenty one. What if you just out? I saw something that said someone said twenty twenty one. Like one is W O N. All wins, like W O N. I like that. You like that? Twenty twenty one. Win 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 win. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, what do you say about what a dick on a table? What? Literally, like, what if he put his dick on the table and was like, Pat, like, you were out one day, you were talking shit, you know, like, whatever, you're at a restaurant or something. But what, we're at a, a whole, like, a full-blown restaurant, he puts his like dick on Like a bar, table. restaurant, whatever, like a, co- you know, Girl. Like whatever, you're out, you're talking, and, and he you're puts like, his dick oh, on the table. huh? Girl. Like, we're at, we're sitting at a booth, and he puts his dick on the table. Well, you're sitting wherever, like, you could be at the bar, at the high top, you could be at the bar top, and you were like, and oh, he puts his dick, dick on the table, spot. he's gonna get arrested. No, nobody gonna see with you. How? Think about it's busy, bitch. They not looking at the dick. It's gonna take him a minute to see the dick, and by the time you see the dick, he go you gonna be like, move it, close it, put it up. Oh my god, no, 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 no. He'll put it up real quick. Uh, uh-uh, I can't even see that happening. That's a whole Dash, lot. What do you think? That's not happening. You putting your whole dick on the table. That's like tick pulling. Like that's a lot to happen at a restaurant. That's that's just not sanitary. I don't want you to put that on the table. We gotta, mm, we got stuff to do with that. Are we putting that out there in this air? What if you put it in your hand? Oh, sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. At the table. I don't know. I've never. T- <laughs> I've never. T- <laughs> I'm like, wait. I don't think I've. I don't I've never think done I've anything like that, that, but I would die. I'm like, I would think. die. Like, I would be, I'd be shook. I'd stay away from that <laughs> dick. I'd probably never touch that dick. Like, no, I'm good. You too ballsy for me. I gotta go. I gotta go, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Nothing's coming to mind. So I'm gonna say no. Yeah, it would be a no for me. I'd be like, you know what? You just too much for me, boo. I think I'm going to have to go ahead and pass. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that it has has not happened. But I feel like if it no, happened. I have had that happen, but it was a different scenario. Woo! Tell me. And I'm going to leave you with this story, and that's going to be, you know, it's going. So let me give you a little nightcap. Tell me. I moved to Dallas. I met one of my really good guy best friends. His name is Eric. Um... He took me to a gay club called Zippers. Well, he was like, oh, we're going to go to this gay bar called Zippers. I'm like, all right, cool, bet, you know, whatever. Come to find out, Zippers is like a strip club for gays. I I did need a warning. I did not get the warning, okay? So then we go in and, like, you know, know, they're, like, in their, like, briefs, in which gay strip clubs are very interesting, like, I'm used to, like, women's strip clubs, so it's very different. Mm -hmm. They have, like, on their, like, boxer briefs, 
tidy whitey like vibes and tennis shoes. I'm stressed with the tennis <laughs> shoes, okay? But what so, would you want them to have on? Heels? Like, what the fuck? I don't know, but like, I guess I have such this vision of a strip club that I'm It's a like sexy and more like, you know, light and tennis shoes are clunky and not sexy. Yeah, it's not sexy. It's not it. sexy to me at I get all. It. It's just not sexy at all. I never all. thought about what male strippers. I never thought about what male strippers wear on their feet because I feel like when they're on TV, you never really see their feet. And you I've never been you around. It's like I almost want them to be barefoot or something. I don't really. And know. I think and that's, I know that's weird not too. Sanitary, but I don't know. I don't want tennis shoes though. Yeah, I've never been around male strippers in real life though. So it's a thing. I've been around a lot. I mean, I day. know it's a thing, but I don't really want to. I would prefer to not have. Girl, how about we walk in the strip club? You know, whatever, walking around, and like it's so funny because the strip club, like they have like the poles or whatever, and like this dude is like swinging through the pole but we're kind of like you got to walk by the pole but it's like not a stage you know like how you used to have in a stage when you swing so you're like just walking through the bar there's just like this pole he's swinging nigga almost hit my ass on the head because this nigga legs long <laughs> uh, no, this nigga's legs long and he got tennis shoes on it was stressful <laughs> and, um we're like going to the back of the bar this black dude like is like you know he he, he he's he's grinding. But he like you know work in the room right Ooh. so he worked He's slow grinding. Us and my friend Eric's like doing his like you know his little talk you know talking that shit whatever. Mm. So the dude, the dude, you guys, he has he legit goes in his pants, pulls his hands in his pants, pulls his dick out and puts it right in my hand. Oh. I have in my hand. Like he puts the, his penis, like his actually the flesh, in my hand. the flesh, the f- no, like the raw penis, like Ooh. there's. A, a, the penis is in my hand. I screamed. I was like, oh! and my friend was like, oh, you know, <laughs> so confused why I'm screaming. I'm like, I'm stressed. I don't understand. Like, what? Why is this happening to me? The nigga put his penis in my hand. Okay. Oh and I'm my like, God. I'm like, oh my God. Like, no. And then my, my friend's like, ew, you know, he's feeling like, ew, ew, ew. and I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. This is too much for me. I don't need any penises in my hand, number one. Number two, this is a this penis don't want me. He's gay. This yeah, is like, why is he giving and you I that penis? I don't want any penises in my hand. Mm. Yeah, so he legit put his penis in my hand. It was a lot. Um, I'll never forget that experience. And my friend tells that story all the time. Like, he thinks it's hilarious because I was screaming, y'all. Like, my first reaction was a scream. And he was like, <laughs> he couldn't understand why I was not enjoying this moment. But it was, I was too shook. I was too shook, y'all. I was too shook. That's crazy. I didn't know they got down like that. They no put it man in has hands. ever just threw his penis in my hand. That's very intense like that. Like, I don't know you, dog. Like, you just put it in my, like, literally, we walking up to him just kind of talking, shooting the shit. About to tip you. You pull this bitch out and put your raw penis in my hand. This is way before COVID, guys, so don't get freaked out. But <laughs> the whole penis was in my hand, you guys. I will never forget that moment. I was shook. shook. Well, what was like, it like, I, I feel like if I saw that dude again, I would know. Because I will never forget who he is. Mm, but what was it like? I mean, it was huge. It was a huge dark chocolate penis in my hand yeah it was really? big it was no it was not like a little play play oh okay? my god yeah i was like i was like this is this is intense this That's is intense crazy. like um what's his name from the thing um yeah from like a, uh what is his name 
Bolo. Bolo, like a bolo, which I've actually not seen bolo, so I would love if anybody has a picture of bolo, I would love to see what it looks like, but um, <laughs> I didn't actually see the crescent of it, but yeah, something like that, though, you know? Uh, but I've been to lots of gay strip clubs because my friend, like, he takes me all the time, and it's intense, you guys, like, they... I remember, it's so funny, so one day we went out to a gay strip club, and, like, it was another girl... <clears throat> with me because like they work together whatever and uh me and her like it's a gay strip club me and her can't technically have fun with any males because it's everyone's gay right so we're just having fun with ourselves literally mm-hmm. so i mean like the song like the music song boom boom so we just dance and like and we take a shots like we just dance and doing us the dude the the door dudes comes over y'all need to sit down i was like wait why we can't dance he's like y'all need to sit down so, you know, like, we're intoxicated at this point. We're, we're up again. Okay? <laughs> again. again. He comes over. If I have to tell y'all again, you're going to get kicked out. I said, oh, my God. So you're what? telling two women that nobody wants, nobody gives a fuck if we're dancing. I just want you to know. No one gives a fuck. We're not on a pole. We're not on a stage. We're, not, we're like, dancing by our chairs. We didn't even go. It's no dance. We're not on the dance floor. We are dancing by our chairs, minding our own business. You're going to kick me out? This is ridiculous. What? Yeah, so that happened, you guys. So he just kept telling y'all to sit him. down. Why? I don't know, girl. We we me and her both were like. What? I thought you were about to say they were gonna they were hitting on you because they were straight. No, girl. The dude told me get the fuck out. Is pretty much what you told me if you dance mm. one more damn time. And I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Get them titties out of here. Nah. And it's so crazy because every club's different because I've been to another club where I got pulled out on the stage and I did the dancing contest and made, what, $30? <laughs> so it's like, I can't, I don't understand it. Yeah, I went to this one club. Oh, my God. He takes me to all the best places. Which is other club. And they, they sit, put me out, like, on the stage and then they have, like, everybody come out and dance. They give you free shots. like, mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm twerking to, I don't even know. Oh, was it body yadi? I don't know. I was dancing to something, bitch. Some song. That's recent. And bitch, all I know, everybody was coming making rain on me, bitch. And I pulled up my pull, picked up my dollars, bitch. I made thirty dollars. Where them dollars at? Yeah, and I didn't pay for no shots. They all buy me shots there. Like mm. I always get lifted. Like they're the best. I love. Shout I feel out. Like that would be all. a lot of fun for a straight girl to go to a gay club. My people, I love them so much. So much fun. Like the best time you ever will have. Like I don't mm. think I thought about anything. Like I had no care in the world. I was taken care of. I know. Like. They're going to make sure I get an Uber, make sure that I eat. Like, they take care. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, it's just the best time. So, mm-hmm. shout out to them. Hey. Hey, if y'all got a good story, let me know. If you ever had a penis in your hand, I would love to know. <laughs> Drop that story ASAP. <laughs> um, if I need you've you to ever... that story. Is that a ASAP. penis in your hand or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and if you have not had a penis in your hand, I think that is a good goal for 2021. Never mind. Yeah, I think it's a good goal. (laughs) To have no penises? No, to have a penis in your hand. I don't say it has to be in a public. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said, I thought you meant no penises for 2021. No, to have one in your hand. Like, a surprise one. But it could be in the cupboard of your home. I ain't saying you got to do nothing extra. Oh, I'm down for that, for manifesting penises and hands. Yeah, just be like, hey, y'all went on a good date. Mm -hmm. Maybe he drove you home and just decided, you know what, your hand was empty. He, he dropped you a grand and a penis in the hand. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to need a stack, nigga. 
And that's how Mary had a little lamb. Good night, you guys. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. We're manifesting greatness for you guys. Dash, I'm so sorry you had to hear this. It's shit. like as the as the rose and the shots like came in, that's when you saw the shit turning. I know, I know. And Dash is such a good sport. He's like, okay, this is intense. Whatever. Dash has stories, okay? That's a whole nother episode. So next, he, next they're just we'll lucky that they're hearing story. it now. I fucking bared their souls by not letting them know any of this shit was happening in, in that time frame. So, mm. 10 years later, he'll be alright. He'll be alright, shawty. You guys, this catch should be catching me off guard, y'all boys. I just got to let y'all know. This is my sister. You know what I'm saying? And, and everyone has sex, not just you. This ain't about me. It's, it's not. About, it's about the hospitality queens. That's why I just sit back and do my job. But mm-hmm. you're doing a great job. <laughs> well, thanks. We love you. We'll we tell do. a we story the another time we about. You had nothing to do with the shenanigans after dark, after 10. Mm-hmm. All I get about. After 10, I'll tell y'all the story about how I almost got ganged by one of Dash's girlfriends. What? Pew, pew, pew. Let's go. Episode 8. Yep. The truth will start coming out, guys. Shot after shot. Catch us next week. We love you. (laughs) We love you guys. Have a good night.